all right. So see, if, if I'm not, well, you, you guys have made this claim like I'm just some sexual deviant. Yet I'm out here probably the most vanilla out of all three of us. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, if you're not, if you're not sucking toes and you're not eating eating not. the butt, I don't know what's up with you, bro. <laughs> I'm about to. I'm about to uh, <laughs> Yo, that's gotta be. No. <laughs> that's gotta be. That's gotta be. Hey, bro. <laughs> Yo, what? I'm just saying, like, it's a, it's a fact. Can this be? be <laughs> gonna be listening to listen to listening to this shit. Be like, y'all thought this was a sports podcast. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 17 of the Sorry Toby Sports Pod. Yep, 17. That's my number. Fuck out of here. And anyone else important wearing number 17? Except for the doctor. Big facts. I don't want to hear nothing about a wash quarterback in LA either. Oh, oh um, wow. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note, it's me, John. Um, I'm not going to reiterate my nickname until I remember some more of the other ones that I used to do. But uh, yeah, we got uh, Miles Francis uh, over here recording with me tonight. You know the vibes. Hey, uh, Miles, first time in a long time. I just want to slap your big butt cheeks. Oh my God. That's crazy. I just, I'm a, I, honestly, I, I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. Maybe recording if I, if I fart, just, just try not to laugh. All right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, no. When I tell you, right, I, <laughs> I watched that video when I was leaving CBS. Right, everybody had left the room, and I was the last one, you know, out because you know, good quarterback, first one in, last one out. I'm close. I'm closing down all the TV monitors and all the computers. And I'm like, all right, I got five minutes to kill. Let me just watch this, dog. I was so glad nobody was in the room because the way I was rolling <laughs> on the floor laughing. Oh my oh, gosh, so funny! It's just, it's just because he's in mid conversation and just, and then it, you know, it just continues like, <laughs> and he was, it. and he was so aggressively denying it. Yeah, like, like nah. bro, yeah. Like aggressive. But shout and out you know, to Chris for Massapequa because Mike, I just want to slap you big butt cheeks. Like, bro, what? <laughs> no, wait, John, did I send you the the other the one that dropped this week? Um, where they were asking him about JFK. <laughs> no. Oh, all right, I gotta I gotta send both of you guys. It. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. They incorporate JFK and Jason Giambi, so just just to get oh just, god, oh boy. <laughs> but continue with the uh, the introductions. <laughs> also, we got just a friend JT here. Your hey, CBS Sports, you know, yep. the vibes. you already know the vibes. CBS, it is what it is. Um, also coming at you, my nickname for this week is uh, Pencer Dinwiddie. Uh, shout out my okay. boy Hi, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Eastern Conference Player of the Week uh, this week, uh, leading the Nets to a five and one record uh, with Sands Kyrie Irving. Uh, how at you, boy? Yeah, this was a great week in sports. Um, just getting into it for me in particular, but in general, I don't know what you, you guys want to start with. Um, oh yeah, fantastic week of sports all around. Football first, because no, you know what? You know what? Nah, 
I'm a I'm a start. I was I was gonna say that and yeah, no. Nah. We're gonna talk about football because Uh-oh. another week oh, went man. by and oh, another yeah. week where oh, Lamar man. Jackson is cementing himself <laughs> as the MVP of this motherfucking league. And ain't nobody go tell me shit. Y'all not gonna tell me about Christian McCaffrey because he putting up empty ass numbers on the bum ass team. Offensive player of the year, yeah, but he ain't MVP. And think about Russ, Russ is great, but unfortunately, he's getting taken over by a perfect storm. Both my teams have the number one offense in their respective leagues right now. And who's figuring out, yo, it's easy. Just load up the box. Just put seven. Da-da-da-da. If it's so easy, why can no one figure it out? Hmm? That's real. And, and they're not beating these. These aren't close games. They are slapping these teams up. Rams defense who? Aaron who? Hmm? All, right. All right. Watch when you have to face the number one rush defense in the league. Aaron Donald is the best player in the NFL. <laughs> Where was he? Oh, Justin, you're funny. And we're working. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? I'm going to say it because they're going to beat the 49ers too. I don't think they're going to slap them, but they're going to beat them too. Damn. You believe in Jimmy G? Damn. Porn star Jimmy? I don't you know, man. Jimmy G? I believe in, I believe in Magabosa. <laughs> That's who I believe in. Wow. wow. He's going he to build a wall. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, we believe in Aaron Donald, and what happened? Yeah, but he's Aaron not Donald Mag- also- Aaron Donald, not Magabosa. Aaron Donald isn't better than. No, 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 no. That's not what I was going to say. I said Aaron Donald. No, not you. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, no, no. Aaron Donald's better, but, like, you know, still Magabosa. He got, he, got that, he got the chip on his shoulder. Oh, because it's the black quarterback? <laughs> no, nah, did you see that there was a tweet earlier today? It was like <laughs> the, the Niners got the Ravens, <laughs> black quarterback, and during the, 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 the Trump impeachment hearings. <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be alive, son. <laughs> Yo, it was funny because um, they were playing last night, and, uh, Ari was like, I was telling her, I was like, oh, yeah, I was telling her about Jimmy Garoppolo. And he looked up and he was like, yo, he looks like every high school quarterback on a TV show ever. Bro, nah, for real, though. Like, I, I didn't put that together till you just said it, but yeah. you definitely could see that. Yeah. Ari was like, he's me on Friday Night Lights. <laughs> he looked like every, like, 30-year-old playing an 18-year-old on, uh, on a TV <laughs> show type shit. Yeah. Facts. Find Jimmy G in the next season of Euphoria. Yeah, <laughs> watch. He he might step in and be the next ca- uh, surprise quarterback on what's it face the uh, the show All American. Bro, that's <laughs> but you know who is an All American? <laughs> Fucking Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that's a callback oh, because who's gonna stop the man? Who the defense is getting better every week. He's getting better every week. He's twenty two years old. Yo, so ESPN dropped an article about uh, Lamar Jackson, and it was a, I think it was a perfect headline. It said fifty three weeks ago we were looking at Lamar Jackson as a question mark. And 53 weeks later, we're looking at him with an exclamation point because it's like fucking right. it's like everything changed so much in the year from not even just the Ravens, but just for him. You can see that he's gotten so much better as a passer. We say this shit every week, but like for as much as everybody considers him such a running threat, he can pass the ball really well, too. Bro, he's because he has a mindset. He's like, yo, I am a quarterback. I am a quarterback first. I can run, but I don't want that to be my first option. I'm a quarterback. He's not fucking Josh Allen. <laughs> but like they, they mentioned it today on the broadcast a bit. Booger talked about it. And um, <laughs> Booger was saying some wild shit tonight if y'all are watching the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, and I read it in an article last week too. That was a really good Bleach Report article about it where it's his mom who has, he has as his manager. His mom would not let him play anything other than quarterback. Like going to Louisville and they had it in. There's like, yo. He's only playing quarterback over out. And when he first got there, there was like one day out of practice, they had him um 
just like field some punt returns or whatever. And somehow it got to his mom. And when the coach got back to practice, mad missed calls and shit. Like, yo, he's never doing that again. Like, he's not lining up at anything other than quarterback, period. And um, and the thing about it, and it's funny that you're talking about JT, where you're like, oh, you know, like good quarterback, first man in, last man out. Like, he's doing all the things that they talk about on athletic white athletes. He's playing the game the right way. He's 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 a gym rat. He's he's spending all these time in meetings. He's he's the first one in the room, last one to leave, like all that shit. But he really is. And for a 22 year old to be working his ass off and making being that guy that's literally uniting a team, even though they're relatively young right now, they still have like veterans who have an impact on like for uniting all of those on both sides of the ball and everyone being able to rally around him, like. Bro, that's a sign of a good leader at 22, and it's because he's humble and he he wants to be the greatest, bro. And that's what's up. Because yo, shout out to Dan Vega <laughs> sending me the 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 DM like, yo, Lamar's the Lamar's the best player to ever touch football. Shit, when it's all said and done, he really might be. So I'll put it like this: um, every MVP season that I've witnessed from a black quarterback has always been something magical. Even if you go back to um 2015 when Cam won MVP. Mm. That was like a crazy, a crazy run that he had went on. And everybody knew he was going to win MVP by halfway through the season based on the way he was performing. You go back to last year when Mahomes, you know, was on his MVP. Yeah, like exactly. Like he took the league by storm kind of thing. And it's very similar to to Lamar. But Lamar is just, it gives you a different feeling, I think. Just because while, yeah, Cam was doing his running thing and his passing thing, like Lamar for as like like he really is a super like he's a true dual threat quarterback the most yep. dual threat quarterback i think Lamar's taking half the hits like of, yeah well yeah right exactly he's not even getting hit like that outside of michael vick i think we can really say that when it's all said and done like lamar probably will be the most dual threat quarterback that we that that will have seen because he's already on pace for like 3500 passing yards he's definitely gonna get a thousand uh rushing he's on yards pace too. for 1250 rushing yards yeah right and Vic had ten eighty two. Yeah, and I so think he, Michael. I, I think Michael Vic only had like two thousand something passing yards too. Yeah, and like and the thing lot. is, he's a better passer than Vic was. Like uh, at this yeah, point, he's he's more he's more. Vic he's had more the accurate. cannon. Yeah, but my son Lamar only in his second season has it's night and day his accuracy. You know what I mean? Right. I'm about to say, like, we literally seeing what would have happened if Michael Vick was a more accurate quarterback. I mean, minus the dog fighting yeah. shit, but yeah. <laughs> if he was a more accurate quarterback and if they tried to build an offense around him. Yeah. Like, this is, bro, coach of the year, fucking GM. Like, it's, they've done everything they've needed to do to put the team in the position to succeed. And yeah, no one expected it to happen this fast. You know, I wouldn't say coach of the year just yet because, like, uh, it's tough to say. Like that's always such a tricky award because you could really make an argument for a lot of for a lot of different people who have a lot less to work with and they're still in the playoff conversation. But at the same time, it's like what team has revamped their entire identity? Well, I mean, yeah, re- I think that's more of an executive thing more so than a coaching thing. I think coaching is coaching is literally season by season. Yes, while they definitely have revamped their entire identity, Lamar is the is the weapon. Mm-hmm. For example, like. It, 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 the season's not over yet, so I can't really say anything. But for example, the Steelers—they're six and four right now, and they're literally the second wild card team. Like, who's to say that Mike Tomlin can't get Coach of the Year based off of how that team's been performing? You know, like it, it's it's really it's really tough to say. Or you could even argue, um, 
what's it, what's it called um, in the NFC? Um, the the Forty Niners head coach for that for that drastic improvement. That that um, what's his name? Mike Shanahan? Not no Kyle Shanahan. Kyle, yeah. Uh, you could you could even argue that. So I I don't know I don't know if I would give John Harbaugh um coach of the year. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like he's obviously one of the best coaches in in the league, but like. Giving him coach of the year is like you can make the same argument. Oh, well, Belichick should be coach of the year because they're the best team in, in it every single year. You know what I'm saying? It's like the LeBron effect. Mm, you know, okay. you 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 you've won it so you've won it so many times. It's like, you know, they're gonna want to give it to somebody else. Uh you know what I saw earlier today that what I kind of didn't agree with with the whole um coach of the year. Stephen A was saying that um mike tomlin should get votes for coach of the year and he said it because they lost their starting quarterback they lost antonio brown and they lost lev bell and he's got them i guess kind of in the same six and four they're the second wild card team right now they're the same record as the cowboys i don't think that they're gonna make the playoffs um i just we don't know that though all right yeah we, we don't know that but even if they do i don't think he's done enough to even warrant being in like the top three in terms of like I, I just don't understand the point of saying like oh he lost Antonio Brown and he lost Lev Bell like it's not like they were they were hurt they literally just left to free like they one was traded and one left to free agency they that didn't have happened. Roselle last year anyway yeah exactly like this happens in the league it's not like this is like some crazy thing like like the Jets like if Adam Gase miraculously let's say like they ended up like 10 and 6 right then you can make a case with, with Sandrano still going like with, with, with Mono and CJ Mosley out and all the injuries, right? You could then make the case, okay, look at what he overcame. But as Miles just said, he didn't have left bell last year, right? And Antonio Brown was traded beat. That's just a transaction that happens. Like this, it's not like you lost him, you traded him. So you just were a, every other team. Like, I just don't understand like the love of, I get on my, I love Mike Tomlin. You know, because he puts on great for the culture, but I just don't see why. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't see how there's any weight like behind. Well, 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 I understand well, why you well, don't. <laughs> I was saying, right. to, no, I respect him as a coach until he tried to trip Jacoby Jones. Oh, that was that's so long yeah, ago. So, yeah, it didn't even matter. Jacoby Jones in the XFL anyway. Who cares? Right? Is he really? No, I'm just. I'm just. Oh, I was about to say. I was like, bro, I saw him. Do like a media thing with the Ravens and he look washed. Yeah, nah, I don't, I don't even know. But anyway, <laughs> shout first off, shout out to the big new, my nigga Mike Tomlin. But yeah, I don't know, bro. Like, I think is he really, oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, oh, wow. but now, but well, aside from that, but now nah, Mike Tomlin, bro, I think he's definitely got to be in that conversation though. Like, I just because think about it, yeah, yeah, Lev, Lev Bell didn't play last season, and um, what you call it, Antonio Brown, he got traded. Yes, it's transactional, but James Conner's been out for the past couple weeks. Juju has been hurt on and off. Yeah, but ben, even when Juju was there, he wasn't wait, doing anything. Wait, wait, well, right, well, right, and that's what I'm saying. But they're still somehow winning games. Like you got mad people stepping up. Like you got James Washington stepping up. You got Benny Snell's that's that's stepping up. And even though Mason Rudolph, I think he's ass, but like he was doing his thing. And then you got freaking Duck coming in and winning the game for them, basically. Like I don't know. I think uh, that was against the Bengals. That's not even a t- NFL Let team. Me right look now. at their schedule well, right now. No, well they they. They got. I'm about, to say, I'm about to say, but yo, you can count it as real wins. But like at the end of the day, the the even the the Bills, the Bills are eight and three right now. They beat and, two good teams. You talking about the Steelers? Or you talking about the Bills? I'm talking about Steelers. They beat two good teams. All right. Well, I mean, listen, but they and they're six and four. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like 
You know, you can't. At the end of the day, you got to play who's on your schedule. And you You're absolutely right. But can I tell you, can, if if I if I read you the list of who they played, right? Mm. Oof, this isn't good. This are you looking good. at it? Because I'm, I'm looking at it right. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. So their wins are against the Bengals twice. So that's two of them. The Chargers, three. Dolphins, mm. four. And then the the two good teams are the Colts and the and and the Colts because the Rams are frauds, <laughs> but the Colts and the Rams. Okay. And then so, and the Colts game, Jacoby got hurt halfway through. And they, they had yeah, to bring in Brian Hoyer too. And they they went on the missed field goal. Bro, at the end of the day, you got to play who's on your schedule. You got to play who's on schedule. It's going to tie into your coach of the year candidacy. I mean, yeah, okay, and that's and that's a fair point as well. But even so, it's like the Steelers are with the talent that they have are literally below average. You got to you got to get like the defense is, is playing well. Them getting Mika Fitzpatrick, that's one of the best trades that the NFL has seen in a while. Yep. Honestly, and it, he's been playing and he's been playing his ass off. He has a, yeah. he's has an effect on the field literally every play type time. And the, their schedule it doesn't really get like harder. They play the Browns and they already lost to the Browns this year, so they probably beat them. Then they play the the Cardinals, they play the Bills, they play the Jets and then they play the Ravens. So, so they don't I have say, a difficult schedule. I mean, yeah, I figure it depending on how the AFC is gonna go, I think nine and seven could do it, maybe ten and six. So if they I lose like ten. It, it, AFC be getting weird sometimes though. I, I know, but I, I think I just I, I just got a feeling about the Bills this year. I because they only need what three more wins. And they can do um, it. Yeah, yeah. But they play the Bills. They play the Bills at home. So they're going to be in, in Heinz Field for that. They play the Browns at home. And then everything else is on the road. The Jets game is going to be a, that's going to be a toss-up. I'm, I'm actually going to that game. So that's going to be lit. And then the Ravens game is like, it's a division game. So you never know what's really going to happen. My thing is, right now the Steelers are in at six, right? Mm-hmm. But the teams behind them are the Raiders and the Colts. Raiders, Raiders have a, t- have a relatively tough schedule, though. I'm, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I got the Chiefs. I know they played. They play the Chiefs next week. Who who has it in front of them? I got it. Hold on, I'm bringing it up. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, uh, the Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. Titans, Jaguars, Chargers, Broncos. Titans are playing good ball. The Colts have playing. a difficult schedule. A more difficult schedule, I feel like. Yeah, mm-hmm. nobody's over 500 except for the. Uh, well, their last three games were against sub five hundred teams. Well, the but see the chart. All right, but the, in in the, the defense of the Chargers, all of their games that they've lost have been within one score. So that's that's going to be a tough game, regardless. And it's a division game, so you can't just automatically say that's a win. Like they're better than they're they're better than what their record says, but they're also like not as good as. Them. And then they play the then then they play the Broncos, who can't really score. So I mean, I don't know. It's definitely. Yeah. I think out of the three teams, I think the Steelers have the most favorable schedule. So hey, man, yeah, they have the easy schedule. That's why I don't think it's coach of the year. <laughs> uh, I mean, you got, hey man, like I said, you gotta play who's on the schedule. It's not it's not I his know. fault. If he's I know it's get. not his fault, but to me that, that takes away. So it's like, all right, so if if, if the Jets finish eight and eight, right? Yeah. Uh, would 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 Adam Gase get coach of the year votes? I mean, no, because y'all probably y'all won't, y'all not gonna make the playoffs. When is the last time a, a coach of the year, if ever, has gone to a non playoff team? Bro, I can't even tell you who won Coach of the Year last year. I Keep couldn't either. But the, the Coach of the Year uh, never goes. I I feel see. like it doesn't go to like wild card teams unless it's a drastic change. Like if they were like a two win team and then they went to like a if the like Browns nine or ten. Yeah, you know, like if the Browns go to the playoffs this year, as bad as he's been, Freddie Kitchens would have would technically have to be in consideration because he'd have bring brought him to the playoffs for the first time in 
ages. Hmm. I know you're wrong. I, I I love Mike Tomlin, and I'm pretty sure he's been a coach of the year before, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, he um, definitely has. Okay, I just so don't Matt, think this so, year. So let's see. So last year, Matt Nagy won it. Who? The Bears. Bears coach. Bears. Okay. Oh, and, that, and they overperformed last year. They, they did. Last year, had, I don't think Trubisky was a good idea. Right. <laughs> and then he choked. Yeah. And then year then before we saw that, the real him in the playoffs. The year before that was Sean McVay. That was the first year that the Rams were like really good. That was then, it made sense. Then Jason Garrett before that. Then Ron. Then Ron Rivera. So oh, it's like, it, oh, Jason Garrett wanted the year he put Dak in. I think so. Yeah, was that the year they went to the uh, the semi the divisional? I think so. That was, that was like their, their that was a thirteen win year. Yeah. And then the year before was Ron Rivera that that Super Bowl year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Just based off of how this is going, it's always going to like a twelve to. The lowest I'm seeing is, yeah, it's yeah. like 11, 12 wins. So, yeah, it's probably going to go to somebody good. I just think that he yeah. deserves to be in a conversation. If he, what about, know, uh, what about Mike Vrabel from Tennessee? If they I go, mean, if, it, it if they're six and five they right now, and if they make the playoffs at like, let's say nine and seven, 10 and six. And I say the Tennessee has, is in a worse situation than the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Well, it, I also don't know who's on Tennessee schedule. Exactly. But, they, but honestly, the, but you don't know the who's on that, Tennessee. The, you know, the way that they've been, they got Derrick Henry. Tannehill's been hooping for them. Yeah. Tannehill, that's the thing. Tannehill was never bad. Fitzpatrick season. No, I don't think Tannehill was ever bad. I think he was just in either. the in a gay system, and it just wasn't working. But uh, no, Titans got a they got a rough they got a rough stretch though to finish the season at at Colts at Raiders, then Texans, Saints, and then at Texans. Oh, it's clear. Yeah, but if they get through that, I mean, if they get through that, let them win the whole thing like the Giants. (laughs) If they can go three and two in that, they're making the playoffs. I don't ever want to see the Titans in a in in a in a Super Bowl. Why? Oh, what? Wait, why? Pretty fucking gross. Yeah, this doesn't. They they, they don't deserve nice things. They kind of spoke about no. Um, (laughs) they kind they kind of spoke about a flagrant where it's like, if there was a year for the Ravens to win it. This would would be it with the way the AFC is looking. Yep, easy path. It's because it's not like and like Harbaugh has shown he can beat Belichick. You know what I mean? So that's part of it. The Chiefs are not looking like the Chiefs and everything else going on with it. But also the Ravens are playing great. So that's it's part of it. I don't know, man. It's like um, this really might be it. And and the only thing that worries me is I I, I need a time of sustained success right now. And you know, it looks like we're in, we're gonna be having that with the way it's set up. But like, yo, I really like. I just want to. If we could just keep this whole team next year, you know what I mean? But it's like, you know, Judon's gonna be a free agent, who I hope they pay. Um, we'll see what's gonna happen with our corners, like everything else. And it's the same thing. I feel like when the when the Rams came on, where it's like you didn't expect them to be this good this quick. Right. I don't know, man. That and just the NFC is just it seems like all the top teams are in the NFC right now, and it sucks because. Fucking Cowboys are gonna make it in the playoffs, so when they don't deserve it. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, Their schedule is a lot harder than the Eagles. Eagles I have mean, cakewalks. Yeah, but the Eagles, bro, they had they they haven't been playing that well. The Eagles don't have receivers. I'm about to say they literally have yeah. nobody to throw to. They got Zach Ertz and, and Dallas Goddard. That's it. But even those, still, I think that's enough to beat the Giants twice and the Redskins once. But the it, it might be, honestly. But and that's all they need. All they need is three wins. 
I think nine nine wins wins you the division in the, in the NFC East this year because it's, it's, it's possible. Because yeah. it's fucking garbage. If Cowboys lose this week, it's clipped. They're done. Yeah, they lose at home against the Bills. Oh, the Cowboys got a difficult schedule, dog. Yeah, Bills, Bears. Eh. Bears is tough though. That's a, that's a, de- that's a tough defense. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I, that's the thing. I don't think it's Bills, Bears, Rams, them. Eagles, skin. Mm. Yeah. So that's that Eagles game is a must win. Oof. So that so so what the cow the Cowboys got to win three more games. It's basically whoever w- wins three games wins three. Out of the next two. And, and then that and that matchup uh, between them. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that Dallas has a game on the Eagles. They have a game. So the Eagles really need to win four games, and then the Cowboys have to win three. So the real problem is that Dallas has Amari Cooper and the Eagles don't have a secondary. Yeah. Amari Cooper was nowhere to be found yesterday. Jeez Louise. Yeah, that's because Stephon Gilmore was on that ass, bro. Big facts. Like, for real? Like, I don't even think it's a debate. Amari Cooper's probably, like, one of the top three receivers in the league right now. And the way that Stephon Gilmore shut him down, I don't know, bro. That was, like, I don't know. Mind you, Dak didn't have, like, the best performance either, but he was, like, serv- he was serviceable. Like, he, like, what, like, yeah, he, he did kind of what I, yeah, like, he, yeah, yeah. But, I, bro, I mean, <laughs> I mean, bro, I mean, not, not everybody can be Lamar Jackson and just go crazy on the Patriots defense. Like, come on now. No, but I'm saying not going to. He wasn't going to win you the game, but he didn't lose you the game. This isn't going to happen often, but I will. To, in the defense of Dak Rain Prescott, um, it's I, I can't judge quarterbacks when the weather is like that. I've never seen any quarterback play well in weather like that. And he played solid. So he played how I thought a quarterback yeah. that would play in downpours. Like Brady was like not Harry good. At, aside from that, what, first say, possession? Bro. Yeah, the, like when, when, when they throw to Nikhil Harry, bro, he, Brady was not that good. Like, he really Brady wasn't. He hasn't been that good this season. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy, easy. The clam chowder, you know, the Beantown Bozo is going to hear you, John. And? Calm down. And? Uh, they're going to get their clam chowder on you. In other words. Anyway. <laughs> For y'all that don't know, here's what the playoff picture in both leagues are looking like. So in the AFC, Patriots got the one, Ravens got the two, um, Texans has the three, Chiefs has the four. Then after that, it's going to be Bills and Steelers, five and six. NFC, you got the 49ers with the one, Saints with the two. Um, then you got the Packers with the three, Cowboys four, the Seahawks five, and the Vikings six. It's like, yeah. I feel like the 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 five te- the six teams that I, I noted in the NFC are probably the teams that are all going to make it. If maybe not the Cowboys or the Eagles, whatever, whichever team got, gets a better record, I don't really care about the division right now. But right. everybody else, it he seems like the a division winner has to make it. Um, that's, but you know what the crazy thing about the NFC East is, is that even though right now it's bad, it's like everybody's like it's usually been like it's historically been good. good. Yeah, but still, like it's the same way that the freaking the the Marshawn run happened. They had a losing record. And they made the fucking thing. The whole division's whack. Hey man, I wouldn't say whack. I just say that they're the Cowboys are are not as good as the Vikings, Packers, Seahawks, Saints, or the 49ers. But they also have an own four record against winning teams. So that's really that on that. Eagles not much better though. That just proves my point. Hey man. Yeah, the Eagles have been such a dud this year, bro. So disappointing. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, Carson so Wentz doesn't have anybody to throw it to, and then he, yeah, he no, has, and then and then because and of he, that, you got people yeah. trying to say that Dak's better than him. 
Yeah, let's slow down on that. But this year, I mean, this season he's been better than them. I mean, this season Dak is he come on, bro. Okay, like he, like I said, like you, you got to play on schedule. You got you got plays on schedule one and two is like yo they got the they got the second best offense in the league or the yeah second best offense in the league so it's not you know it's gotta play his own schedule yeah it's not, that's not his fault bro like I know I know but if he was putting up these numbers against like good teams I would be out here saying conversation. he's better. yeah and I would be out here saying yeah. he's better than average because to me yeah. average quarterbacks do good against bad teams yeah I don't know I I don't know I think this year you can oh we, I I talk about this every week I'm done defending Dak. Anyhow, I know. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do this right now. Do but yeah, yeah. The, a, the yeah the AFC is looking looking very interesting though because you got the Texans and the Chiefs that are both seven and four. But I think the Chiefs are going to start winning games. They'll probably make it to a three seed. But that that I think will be the highest that they go because the Ravens are just too high right now. And then the Patriots they're not losing anybody else in their schedule probably. But then you yeah. got kind of like what we mentioned before. We got the Raiders, the Colts, and the Titans on that ass. But you know you also have the Browns, five and mm-hmm. six. I think they have a soft schedule right now too. They play the Steelers next week. That's going to be a big game. But they play in at Heinz Field. They already beat them once. I don't think they're going to beat them again. I don't know. But that's also in that they got momentum right now. Yeah, but nine, but nine and nine and seven might do it though, because everybody like like the lowest seed has five losses, so it could it really could go either way, and everybody has a tough yeah. schedule. So, bro, they're one game behind the Lockhart. You have three teams tied. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. It, oh, that's all it takes. And I don't believe in the Titans' sustained success. Oh, I mean, I, mm, I don't know. It's tough because they've just been playing well. Because right now, the only, like, I'll say the, the difficult games I'm seeing for the Browns would be the Steelers and the Ravens. They play the Bengals twice and they play the Cardinals. Those are all games they should win. Yeah. Titans have a difficult schedule. Colts got a relatively hard schedule. And, like, the Raiders, the Raiders probably have, the sec, I think the Browns have the easiest schedule, and then the Raiders. Yeah. So I think if anything, the Browns really might pull it, pull it out. The, pro- the problem is, is that they're uh, they're a game back. You, you got to win. It's different when you got to win three games versus winning four games. Like that's that's a lot. That means they got to finish four and one, at least. Otherwise, it's probably clipped. To be honest. Yeah. With this schedule, they can do it. And that one loss being against the Ravens or the Steelers. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying they could do it. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. I'll tell you what. If they beat the Steelers, they could do it. Yeah. We'll see after this week. This is, that's what I'm saying. This is, going, this is a big game this week. Mm. Mad 1 o'clock matchups and shit. But um, anyways, the Jets yeah. are on a three-game winning streak. Fuck them. But, you know, whatever. Crazy. Uh, throw, throws powder up. I'm just saying um, I don't want to take credit for this. Um, but I will say the Jets are 3-0 <laughs> after my rant. They heard yeah, you it. should take credit. They heard my pleas, and they were like, yeah, we can't keep putting my son uh, JT through this. And I was like, you're right. Thank you. Uh, dominant win. Three straight weeks of the Jets hitting 34 points. Exactly. Really random. But, um, yeah, everything's looking good. Offense is looking great. Sam Darnold's coming to his own. Has had the second best QB rating over the past three weeks. Actually, last four weeks. Uh, second only to that one, Lamar Jackson. Uh, he's got 10 touchdowns. And five interceptions, seven touchdowns, and one interceptions in the last three games. Uh, pass rating has been over 112 in each of the games. I mean, it's, this is the Sam Darnold. Bro, he might just be white, Jameis. He might be what? Nah, he nah, might be white, Jameis. It's too early. Don't for you? That. Don't you do this? Don't? Don't? No, no, don't? No, 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 no. What's What's he doing? Miles? What's he doing? He might be. 
no. he doesn't throw interceptions nearly as much. What are you talking about? JT, James, this bro. season, James throws at least two interceptions each game, and you uh, know yeah. it's coming. There's games where, where Darnold does not throw picks. I'm just talking about being night and day. You know which Darnold you're going to get. Nah, it's Darnold will literally have James, like though. three or four good starts and then one bad. And then he'll see ghosts for one start. I'm I'm confused here. Please help me. Yeah, no, nah, you gotta. No, no, no. Darnold's been good. I'm also gonna get him to fuck credit. with you. But if it does happen, if it ends ends up happening, remember I said this. Nah, he he I hope, he. Won't. I hope you don't. I, I don't want him to be white, Jameis. Because I don't want normal. him to be white. I don't want to see another Jameis. I don't even want to see normal Jameis. Yo, bro. <laughs> Yo, honestly, it's so crazy because I because like like y'all know I have him in one of my fantasy leagues, and it's crazy because like the the um like the advice that happened like after the game for him is just like this was a typical Jameis game. He got off to a rough start, threw two interceptions on two straight drives, and threw three straight touchdown drives. It's like yo, it makes no sense. Yo, free Mike Evans. Nah, bro. Well, bro, come on now. Mike Evans has a thousand yards right now. Let's I know stop. he has a thousand yards every season he's been in the yeah. league. But I mean, I guess yeah, bro, not, by that logic, playing. by that he's logic, free games. Chris Godwin then too. I mean, Chris Godwin's been balling this year, bro. No. Free, free everybody. Free Le'Veon. Free Christian McCaffrey. Free all these niggas. That's that's nice. And but and, and, and where are they supposed to be going? That's everybody, saying, like, everybody always says free them, but like, what they're gonna all go to two teams? Yep, bro. Like honestly, if if you throw Mike Evans on a good team, you throw Mike Evans on the on on the Ravens, he's probably he's probably wouldn't he, nah, he, he probably he don't block he pr- he'd probably yeah, have less numbers. Don't. He'd probably have less numbers on better teams. Like these good players would have less numbers on better teams because there's better right. talent around them. Exactly. They don't need to get the ball as much. Exactly. The only person I will say that needs to be freed is Le'Veon because Le'Veon is I, they don't use him. Know. They don't use him right. They don't use they I'll don't use you, him right. His production will be way higher on on, a, on another team. The I'm unfortunate thing right now about the Jets winning these three games is it seems like you're going to have Gase for a while, and I still am not. What do you mean? Seems like we already knew we were going to have him for a while. They no, literally but, said the other no, week. But things change all the time. People say that shit all the time, and then they fire them. That's no, that this this is the Jets. They you're were right. going to stick with him, but like I just I, I'm still not sold on Gase. But you know, I'm not I'll sold on him either. About Mike Evans in particular. I would want to see Mike Evans on the Cardinals. I mean, eh, but he's not winning. Larry's getting older, and if you give Kyler like a good receiver like that, as they're on the come up, but aren't aren't most of the receivers on their team like speed guys, not like tall guys? I mean, but Mike, I don't, I don't. He's he's a four five guy. Is he? He's a four five guy. Put Mike Evans on that team and give Kyler a target like that, bro. Somebody put it like this. He's not a speedster, but he has speed. That's uh, fair. He's quick, not fast. Quick, not fast. Uh, I guess. He's not <laughs> like a Tyreek Hill, but then again, there's like... Tyreek Hill both. Yeah. But nah, Mike Evans, bro. Like, he he's a he's a type of player that he'd get his on any, like, like on most teams. Like, But if you throw him on, like, the Ravens, you throw him on, like, the, the Rams or, like, I don't know. If, he, threw him the on the, on the, if he was on the Seahawks, he wouldn't, he wouldn't get as much... Uh, Nah, he was on the Seahawks. I did, yeah, I just bro. don't. If he was Russ, on the Seahawks, Russell, who's the best Russell, receiver Russell was had? Uh, no, but I'm just. Rocket, but he don't. But he distributes the ball way too much. Yeah, he he'll literally give everybody like four or five catches a but game. That's what I'm saying. If you put him on the Cardinals with a young quarterback, and then have him being a go-to like that, as it for a team on the rise, like bro, that's still not making him better. Is is my point? Is it's like, but he's freed from Jameis. Bro, what he he eats with Jameis? What are you talking about? You think you like this? Is, they're not gonna win games with Jameis. They're so you think he's automatically games? gonna win oh games God. with Arizona? 
I think it's like, a better what, chance what of winning what, games in Arizona. All right, so they, so instead no, of winning instead of winning five games in a season, they win six. Great, right? Literally, like, come on now. Let, 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 come you're on. Lo- you already you already have like four or five losses on your docket when you start the season. You're in the division with the the Forty ers and the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. Not fucking. I with just it. hate Tampa Bay. Nah, <laughs> no, it is. I just, I just, I just hate Jameis sometimes. Like, I just, yo, they. That's your he, boy, he, bro. What are you talking about? Bro, but yeah, he's my boy, but he he be fucking up too much, bro. Like, I fuck with him in fantasy because he's a good fantasy quarterback, regardless of the turnovers. He, and shit. He's but in great real life, in I fantasy. Be, be, yo, he is great in fantasy. That's why I fuck with him, bro. But it, in real life, bro, I be like, dog, like, why do you do the things that you do? <laughs> <laughs> it's just upsetting because, like, you want to root for him. Yeah, bro, James just gets me tight. Like some of the the, the like some of some of his interceptions don't be his fault because they be tip shits. But even so, bro, it's like, yo. I knew he was going to be the better quarterback between him and Mariota, and he's proven that he can play, but it's just he needs to do it on a consistent to be considered an elite quarterback. Like, you know, but. Yeah, uh, no, I get you. Now, you're right with the with the tips, though, because what was it, last week when uh, O.J. Howard literally just forgot how to catch a football okay. <laughs> and led to the interception? I'm like, yo, that's. He ended up on the Eagles for the second. Yeah, right? Basically. You know, he got benched. He got benched for that. Yeah, he did. And that's why he, and that's why, yo, and yo, so in one of my leagues, actually in two of my leagues, I have Austin Hooper. And if y'all don't know, Austin Hooper has been going crazy this year on the Falcons. Mm-hmm. And, He's a Hooper. Yeah. All right. Cornball. But anyways, I had to, <laughs> I, he, he got hurt. So then I had to pick up a, you know, backup. So I'm like, you know what? OJ Howard has been kind of slow. Maybe he'll start to pick it up, bro. One and a half points and zero points back to back weeks. I've never regretted the decision so much. <laughs> Crazy. Hey, you know who uh, I, I don't regret? Yo, speaking of fantasy pickups, yo, DJ Moore. I made a trade for him like week four. Tough, tough. Dog, dog. I had to give up Keenan Allen, and I'm not going to lie. I think I won that trade because I, I think I won that trade. I also got Aaron Rodgers in that trade too. Bro, because you got to think. Giving up Keenan Allen is chill because you because because Phillip Rivers, he got so much people to throw it to. He give Eckler the ball like damn near every play. That's a fact. And... And he's washed. <laughs> and Wait, and he be giving. He's on my. Oh yeah, because Philip Rivers. Yeah, because he be being washed. Awesome, well, awesome you know what it is because Philip Rivers. It, it's the same thing every year with Keenan Allen too. He'll put up monster numbers the first like four or five weeks of the season, and then once Philip Rivers hits his plateau on the year, that's when Keenan Allen hits his plateau. Hashtag free Keenan Allen. There you go. About to say, about to say like, and he he got Hunter Henry back too at some point, so that like helped it helped out a lot. In terms of you know like ball distribution type shit, so Keenan Allen wasn't gonna get the rock as much. So, but fantasy's been going well for me, guys. It looks like I'm gonna make the playoffs in every league. So. Shout out to whoever had Lamar today. Shout out to whoever had Mark Ingram and whoever had um fucking Hollywood. Let Time out. You. Wait, you know what I saw today on yeah. Twitter? You just remind me of. Uh, what do you call it? Kayla, Kayla tweeted out. Oh yeah, She's like yeah, I had Lamar. I have Lamar. Todd, I'm down 16. I got Lamar, uh, Todd Gurley, and someone else. Probably Mark Ingram. Nah, it was a wide receiver on uh the Ravens. Oh, not um, not Hollywood. Willie, Willie Sneed. Willie Sneed. I'm like, oh, wow. yo, that's a easy. It would have it would have been an easiest 16 right there. Are you kidding Bro, me? I just, just Lamar alone. You're talking about how. Last week, Hollywood needs to step up. Children. But he was hurt, though, for a little bit. I yeah. mean, he's good now, clearly, but that's, yeah. Because he needs to. <laughs> I was telling number. you this. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, bro. Bro, bro, I have him in fantasy. I, believe me, I know he was hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Type 
But um, yeah, Justin. So I was down seventy six to one hundred nine, and Ooh. Lamar. Yeah, and I just had Lamar Jackson playing, and that's all I'm gonna say. Stop <laughs> it! Stop yeah, bro. it! Bro, 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 believe me, I was talking my shit because I, bro, because I knew the vibes. And well, when when I when I was on my way here, because I didn't see the second half of the game, but when I was on my way here, when I saw he had five touchdowns, I was like, it's over. Bro, Silver. he is That's- really on his Steph Curry shit. That this man is not playing fourth quarters in the NFL. Yeah, that's kind of put that shit into perspective. In the NFL, this man is not playing fourth quarters against good teams. You know what's interesting about that? I was on my way home from dinner today, and I was listening to the game in the car. And Kevin Harlan asked Kurt Warner, who was on the broadcast, about that. And he was like, when the, when they had the greatest show on turf. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, you don't really see it in like today's NFL. Cause like back then we, we would run teams out the, the building by like halftime. So like we weren't even playing in like the third quarter sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of funny. You say like, you know, he's, he's not playing fourth quarters. Cause he was like, yeah, most, you don't see those type of blowouts in, you know, with these yeah. type of offenses nowadays, like defenses are pretty good. But I was like, dang, like that's how good you have to be to be able to like pull your starters. That's what I want the jets to do this week. Once the Raiders pulled their starters, it's yeah. like, yo, why is Sammy still in there? Get him out. I don't need him catching mono again. More experience <laughs> against bums. Give me somebody good. Um, well, not the Patriots, though. You don't not want that. Be careful what you wish for. Nah, Remember, you play the I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, John. I, I I fully expect the Jets to lose, but <laughs> in the weird negative zero point zero zero one percent chance Bro, that they if the win, Jets win. I will never. I'll, I will never cut you off in anything you say. It's on site. It, it's unless be unless the Ravens said everyone. The Ravens said everyone. That's different. Why would you guys? I don't think they will. In week sixteen. I would. I would think you'd do it in week seventeen against the Steelers, right? Hmm. I don't know. But only only if the Steelers. If the Steelers have a chance to make the playoffs, I fully think even if you guys have clinched everything, you'll. I, I think Harbaugh will still send all your starters out there. Bro, absolutely. Pre- it's a rivalry game too. Yeah, absolutely. And it'll determine whether or not the Steelers make the playoffs. Niggas will definitely play them. <laughs> Man. Children. But um, shout out my son, Dwayne Haskins. He won his first game. Taking, <laughs> taking selfie, yo. My man's a Yo, clown. you saw that? Yo, yo, it's crazy because he dead thought the game was over. I ain't mad at him. Yo, the coach didn't even seem upset in like the post game. He was just like, oh, like, you know. <laughs> yo, that was like last year. I think it was the first time we played the Chargers at Lamar and we beat them. And I said Matt Judon had – um like a couple of sacks in a row and he thought he got another sack on third down and just ran out the tunnel, but it was second down. <laughs> My son, Matt Judon is really a problem. I'm so glad that like now the rest of the defense is playing so well that he's actually getting these sacks because he is nice. And I hope the Ravens pay him and keep him because as many pass rushers that we've let go and shout out to Zadarius who's balling over there for the Packers. But like, I, I really want to keep Judon body built by Taco Bell, bro. Oh. oh boy. So is it uh is it time for picks? Oof. Um just one just one quick thing. Um I'm sorry to everybody that I, I guarantee the Cowboys W and Amari Cooper scoring a touchdown. Um <laughs> I don't know what I was smoking, but I was I was clearly on some shit. And Belichick, I won't bet against you for the rest of the year until the playoffs, but we'll see how that goes and y'all, I'm, up, I'm, so, I'm so sorry if anybody placed a bet saying that Amari Cooper's gonna win the touchdown the Cowboys did cover the spread though plus five so you know what I'm saying but um yeah let's get into <laughs> this these man picks. Amari Cooper was like I'm going ghost 
Bro, that's a fact. He, he damn sure right. And he went and goes to my fantasy team. But shout out Lamar Jackson because he saved me. But speaking of saving me, I had a great week in these picks, y'all. Yeah, I mean, I had such a big lead that I did hella upset picks that were close. I was close on them, but I ain't got them. But it's okay. Cause I'm gonna be back on my shit, and yeah, y'all not cool with it. Not mad at it. Not mad at it. Not one bit. But sometimes you you know you just gotta let your nuts hang. All right, John. <laughs> There's yeah. kids listening. Anyways, um, <laughs> with this intro, <laughs> heck, I'm listening. Jeez, George. Oh yeah, right. Bro, you're the oldest one here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oldest right, one of the shortest one. Crazy. That, that, that's right. I am 30 years old. It's like, nah, he's not 30, y'all. He's not 30. He's not 30. <laughs> right. All right. So, yeah. So, this past week, I, myself, went 10 and 3. I led, I led the leaders. This is your and, first um, time going double digits in a week? No, it's not. Shut up. Damn, yo. Y'all got, y'all, all right. Hop up, John. Now, now I'm about to smoke out. Anyways. Uh, then Justin went nine and four, and then John went uh, six and seven, which brings the totals to John still in first place, one twenty one and fifty four, followed by Justin one nineteen and fifty six, and you know I'm inching into it, one fifteen and sixty. So, That's what he said. All right. You know what, Justin? I'm not getting into this with you. <laughs> and that's what she said. But anyways. Oh yeah, yeah, we coming back. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're only two games back, and I'm only for six now. games back. Yeah, we'll see what happens after this week. But Thanksgiving football. Yeah, oh my God, I forgot. I definitely meant to talk about that. But uh, happy Thanksgiving to our listeners here. All right. Oh, yeah. This, this episode's coming out of Thanksgiving. Yep. If y'all got time, you know, y'all putting out turkeys in the Yo, oven. While y'all got the itis, just listen to us. <laughs> the itis. Let the uh, calming sounds of uh, our voices uh, drift you off to uh, Slumberville. While we advise you on picks to make for this weekend. Yep. Absolutely. For real. But, um, so we got Chicago at Detroit. Matt Stafford's still out, right? We don't know. Don't know yet. But, but I mean, I, he has a fractured bone. I'm going to be under the assumption that – I'm going to pick under the assumption that he's not back. And the season's kind of lost anyway. I'm going Bears. Yeah, it's man, in I'm Chicago? Gonna, it's no. at Detroit. I feel like Chicago loses more at home. Hmm. You know, give me, give me the Lions on Thanksgiving. All right, man. Don't know why. I mean, they they look. Don't they I mean, historically lose on Thanksgiving? They do. The Lions just lost to the Redskins, bro. I'm, I can't. I can't go back to back weeks picking these dudes, bro. Especially well, they did push. They did push the Cowboys though. That's the only bro, reason. The I, Cowboys are not good. Yo, did y'all watch the um the Gridiron Heights thing? Yeah. No. Oh, I saw it. Oh, it was when they uh, with with Lamar and all of them. Yeah, to the game show was, was not good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they were yeah. like Cowboys bad. Yeah. Facts. I thought yeah. you didn't like that. What, Gridiron Heights? Yeah. Who? I, I thought John didn't like that. No, I love that shit. Oh. What's the, I thought there was like one animated show you guys. Oh, what was it? Game of, Game of Thrones? I mean, Game of Thrones? No, I fuck, I fuck with Game of Thrones too. Oh. Right, Bleach Report, you're putting out quality content. Ah, I thought All was... right, I'm picking Chicago under the assumption that Matt Stafford isn't. Uh, Buffalo at Dallas. Mm. Give me the boys. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Give me them boys. Even though I want me, the Bills to win. The bills. Yeah, I'm not mad I, at it. I want the Bills to win so bad, but I just don't think I Jerry won't allow this. Jerry Jerry won't allow the refs to, give, give to mess bills, it up. Bro. Jason Garrett might though. <laughs> Garrett's like, yo, it's time. It's my time. Yeah. I ain't mad. Fuck it. 
future yeah. giant um, coach Slit. Big facts. No, yeah. Oh my god. And, I, and that's the one thing I did not want to talk about. Because <laughs> Yo, you know what's wild? Make no sense. No, um, Biscotti wanted him as a coach. Except Biscotti, Biscotti wanted him as a coach. And when oh the Cowboys signed him, that's how we got Harbaugh. Wow, isn't that crazy? Super crazy. Luck of the draw. There it is. All right. New Orleans at Atlanta. Atlanta is officially bad again. So Pro, I'm New, Orleans. With New Orleans. I can't believe I, I let them fool me. See, this is what we we said, and then look what happened. They upset the Saints in New Orleans. Right. There it is. I forgot that I picked Atlanta until I was playing, and I was like, why did I do this? It's because we record so late. But shit, I didn't even realize I picked the Redskins, and I did, and they won. So Happens, man. Yeah, pick, yeah, pick Atlanta. Uh, do it. Do it. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go Saints. These guys better not let me down. Oh, uh, the fact that the Saints lost at home, they have to spank them. Yeah, like for real. They gotta put up like fifty on them. All right. So, Tennessee at Indiana. Mm. Anyone know if Jacoby's healthy? He um, should be. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll take India home. I'll take India home. Sure, I meant that. I don't think they're dropping two back to back, especially because they're actually in the like you know the race for real. Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take the Colts at home. I mean, Tennessee is like in the race too, though. Yeah, but who's on Tennessee? This is and this is a game they. This is the the game that this is a game they need. Yeah, honestly, they need all. They got a difficult ass schedule. Honestly, yeah. like, uh I haven't picked Tennessee yet because I don't believe in them. But watch this. Did you pick them last week? Either. No, bro, I didn't. I did. I picked um the Jack. I picked the Jaguars. Me, you pick the Jaguars. Oh yeah. <sighs> Fuck it, I'm going Tennessee. Yo, shout out to Nick Foles for losing his nickname. He's just Nick Foles now. Yo, I loved all the shit on Twitter where it's like the Eagles are begging for Nick Foles back and the Jaguars want him gone. Jaguar fans want him gone. Nah, did you see the one tweet when it had uh, when Wentz went to the locker room running because uh, he was hurt? And then the caption said, Wentz running to the back to look for Nick Foles to come save their season. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yo, the, and I saw another thing. Uh, somebody sent me a meme. It was of Nick Foles. And then it was like, I'm going to tell my kids that this is Carson Wentz. One <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> day I'm going to tell my kids this is Carson Wentz. Anyways. Um, Yo, Miles not being on social media really got him sounding like, a, like, like your father. It's like, I saw this on the internet. That's a fact. <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> Yo. Anyways, 49 is at Baltimore. I'm yo every fucking week. Yes, John, we know. But I was really asking Justin. Uh, yeah, I'll go with the uh, Ravens. Oh, the Ravens to take out everyone going into the playoffs. Yeah, give me LJ, man. I'm, I'm I'm rocking with it. Um, you got the Jets at the Bengals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a question. Yes. Does anyone know the ethnicity of the defensive coordinator on the Niners? Oh, you talking about the orange dude? Is he a really tan white dude, or is he actually mixed? I is think he, like he's a really, he looks like a really tan white dude. You just don't know? Bro, he's orange. He's Bro, me and Eric were talking about this. Eric was like, yo, what is he? And I was like, you don't know. It's like when professional bodybuilders tan so much that they look kind of mixed. You don't know. If he says the N-word, what do you do? You ask him for a picture of his parents? What do you do? One drop rule, baby. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, food for thought. Go Robert on. Soleil. Uh, all right, anyhow. Um, Jets at Bengals. Jets. Jets. Uh, yeah, whatever. I guess I'll pick the Jets. Um, Browns at Pittsburgh. Give Browns. Me Browns. Wow. Give me the Steelers. Um, that was 
very easy for y'all. Y'all was like, I know that. Because we, we spoke about it before. Quarterback. We spoke about it before. Nah, my son Duck about to pull up on y'all. Um. Anyways, Philly at Miami. All right, we're all going to pick Philly. Um, Philly. Let's see. Washington at Carolina. Carolina is desperate for a win right now, so I'm going to rock with them. Oh, Washington like the Redskins? Yeah. Oh, fucking Carolina. Oh, what do you mean Washington like the Redskins? What other? Because when you said Washington, there? I don't know why I'm thinking like Seattle, Washington. Nigga. And I was sitting here like, what am I saying? It's late, y'all. Sorry. Yeah. Justin, I'm assuming that you're going to go Carolina. Yes. Word. Um, Green Bay at the Giants. I'm going to assume that we're all going to go Green Bay after going. Well, so I'll just skip this. Um, Tampa Bay at Jacksonville. Give me Jameis. And I'm crazy for picking him two weeks in a row, but you know what? I'm doing it. Tampa at Jacksonville? Oof. Yeah, battle for Florida. <laughs> John don't like this game. No, and I don't. Oh, dude, he's definitely white. Actually, I still don't know. Um, <laughs> I think I'm. Do I go with. I still, uh, fuck it. No. Jameis can't have two games in a row. Right? Right? Please pick Jacksonville because. Yeah, I'm going to pick Jacksonville. All right, good. Buccaneers. Shiver me timbers. Oh, you got. <laughs> like, that's how Shaq thinks Irish people speak. <laughs> um, you got the Rams at Arizona. This is a divisional game, right? Yeah. Did yeah. Arizona win the first one? No. Uh, no. Um, I'm gonna take the Rams. I don't think they're gonna drop two in a row. Yeah, I'm going Rams. Shit, they better not after they got embarrassed tonight. Yes, they got gonna have 15 sacks. What? And didn't the Rams come off a bye week too? You can't figure out the Ravens. Nah, I don't think they came off a bye week. They definitely had a game last week. Yeah, I think so too. Damn. Raiders at Chiefs. Give me, give me my homeboy. Yeah, give me, give me Chiefs. My Mahomie, Pat Mahomes. Boo! It's on the State Farm commercials, okay? Yes, I, yeah, I, I got you, Justin. Yeah, I was, we, thank I, you. That's why I booed. Well, boo them. Don't boo me. I do. I don't hear Char- you saying. Char- charges at Denver. <laughs> Los Angeles charges at Denver. Oof. Honestly, Denver still got that backup in, right? Brandon Allen, yep. I mean, Give they me the said they might be they might be looking at Drew Locke this week. Give me the Broncos. Oh. Joe Flacco not there. Yeah. No. Give me um, uh charges. Uh oof. I'll go Broncos too. I don't know why, just Yeah, I don't I don't know why either, but and I I don't know. I mean they I, they looked good against the, the Vikings. Yeah. And then oh, they looked the, like trash the, against the Bills. In division, division so it could be yeah. shaky. All right. Now we got a good one. A Sunday night football, New England at Houston. New England. Well, I already said I'm not picking against Brady for the rest. I mean, I would guess Belichick for the rest I of the season. I think I want to so. go with the uh, – I think we all New England too. I want to pick – I want the Texans to win so bad. But like I said, the, the one of the ways to beat the Patriots is to have a pass rush and the Texans don't have that. Sunday night Brady in a dome? Yeah, I've seen this story before. I know how this story ends. I don't. Just I'm not. I'm not not going to answer right now. Um, Texans are able to help right now. Vikings at Seahawks Monday Night Football. Give me the Seahawks. It's, it's in a Seattle. Big stage. It's in, uh, Bro, it's in Seattle, and it's, it's a big stage. And we know how um, Kirk does on big stages. Ooh, you're right. We also know how he does against 
plus 500 teams. Mm-hmm. Go Hawks! Bro, Saquon in the last three games has 88 yards on 44 carries. Can we not talk about it? Please. Ahmed, Ahmed, Ahmed. Now let me. Oh, no. <laughs> no. He's playing hurt. He admitted that he's playing hurt, too, so I'm not trying to hear that shit. Mom's about to <laughs> drive up to New Rome. I know, I'm right? Right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like there's like there's a reason why the giant about to get a police team. escort right yeah. <laughs> i'm dead <laughs> oh that's messed up <laughs> it's crazy yeah but even with the giants there's there's not really much to talk about like we're just we're just bad like i like i don't know like how much like like not, not much is changing from week to week type shit daniel jones didn't throw an interception yeah he's getting better he didn't fumble so that's positive hmm. he didn't turn it over last uh, yesterday say what he didn't turn it over yesterday? Nope. Hmm. Which is a good sign. That is so, a good sign. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, now that that's over, we can talk about other things. Yay. Um, no, we can't talk about how my other team has the number one offense in the league. Oh, Lord. Listen, for some reason, the Ravens and the Mavs just tend to hit at the same time for me because the year after the Mavs won the championship, the Ravens won. And then it was just downhill from there. So this is the first time that they're both hitting, and they're both young and hitting. So I might have a period of sustained success. Um, so like how I feel about uh, Lamar Jackson being good at football, uh, Luka Doncic is really good at basketball. Yeah, bro. Like he's like that. That's it. Like he's he's just really good. Like I, there's there's nothing to say. This man is a joy to watch. Like it's crazy. Um, they they did again. You got to play these on your schedule. They handled. Say yo, he's not playing fourth quarters either. Like, oh, apparently they put up a uh, hundred and forty points in their past three games. Yeah, and one of them was against the Rockets. Yep, they smoked the Rockets. They clapped them the fuck up, bro. It was there was literally zero defense in that game. I was watching it, and oh. I was like, I was like, wow, yeah. can somebody please get a stop? And then it just it just wasn't happening. Yeah. Also, Porzingis has been getting a lot of blocks recently, which has been awesome. His block rate's up. That's what we need to do. He's getting back into form slowly but surely. And once he does, he's going to be the, the best fucking compliment. I will say seeing him on the Mavs, though, I don't think he can carry a team, which is fine because you don't really need him to. Um, But, yo, I said this before. I'm going to say it again. No team is going to win when you're... you're the best player on your team needs to score more than 40 points for you to win. Yeah. In the Rockets wins, James Harden has 42 points. In their losses, he's at 30. That's insane. That is not sustainable. And even if it was sustainable, let's say he carries it through the whole fucking regular season. That's not winning you a seven-game series. Mm. The I Mavs mean, had him at 32 points. Uh, I mean, I, I hear And there's you. better teams than the Mavs. Yeah. That's that's really the more concerning concerning piece for me. But I mean, I hear you. I don't know if it's unsustainable or not because we're hard and it, it's it's very unpredictable. Yeah, and if he could sustain it and then just be a no show in the playoffs as usual. And um, another thing, it's like no shows stretch though. Anyway, um, I'm a big Russ fan, and it's disappointing watching him this season because he's in a position now to get. Like to he's have more open looks from three this year than he's ever had, and is shooting a career low. He's not even shooting well at the foul line right now, and like 
I I don't know, man. Like it's he was never a fit for the D'Antoni system. And the thing about D'Antoni is D'Antoni isn't gonna coach to the players he has. He's gonna try and make the players fit a system. Because when you're you know, when your your GM lets the best pieces go from your system and you gotta kind of just be like, all right, let me see the best players I can get. Like you're cutting yourself short when you're with a coach like that. He doesn't fit D'Antoni's system. Like the only thing he does is push the pace. I saw, I think it was Josh Ellery tweeted that. That's the only thing that he really does to fit that system. And it's like, I'm, I'm hoping it, it gets better. Like I don't, I think he's too good of a player to keep shooting this play throughout the whole season. But it's like, yo, like literally, I heard a Maps announcer say it where it was like, I'm not mad if possession ends with a Russell Westbrook three, even if he has space, just because he's shooting so poorly that that's the shot that you want to give up on defense. He's shooting like 22% right now. Mm-hmm. James Harden had a terrible game from three. The whole rock is a terrible game from three against the match. But like, like I said, I'm a Russ fan, man. Like that shit hurts. Hmm. Bro, Russ should have ended up in fucking Miami with Jimmy and just be uh, angry at the whole league. Fucking beautiful. That wouldn't have guaranteed a success either, though. Oh, no, not at all. But it, it would have just been fun. I don't know. My my feelings on the Rockets is that like experiencing firsthand how Mike D'Antoni is, I just don't think that anybody could win in his system because he just doesn't have anybody to play defense. But James Harden is literally the perfect player for him. But it's just you're not gonna win games just scoring points. That's just really what it is. Harden does what he has to do to win. To he he does what he has to do to win games. But kind of it's not that I feel like it's unsustainable. It's just not gonna win you when you champion. It's not gonna win you games. <laughs> I mean, it'll win you games, but it just won't win you championships. That's what it is. Go like the only part of what you said that I agree with is not winning you a seven game series, as we have seen. Otherwise, James Harden would have, you know, more playoff wins, and, and would also have been, he hasn't been performing to the level he needs to in the playoffs. Hey, uh, I say, I say, I say that in let's see, I got a, I got a specific specific series that he hasn't was the was the semifinals this past this past this past year. Against the Warriors, it's really against the Warriors that he doesn't play well. So the biggest stage, yeah, I mean the biggest stage, but that you can't say like overall like he don't need to do like he doesn't do it. He needs to in a bro. Yes, and the biggest stage, yes. But in general, but in general, that's not true. That's just not true. Like if you go if you go stat stat line for in general in the playoffs, he's been pretty decent. It's really against the Warriors that he's been bad. Can you name which is is who he has which is who he has to to beat? Right? Isn't that who he has to? But I'll give you I'll give you another example. Like Paul George, people were saying that yo, play, like Paul George is bad in the playoffs when he had one bad se- series against against the Jazz. Like that's not that's just not true. Like people got to stop that narrative. At the end of, uh, at the end of the day, like I'm not saying that he is like Michael Jordan or like Steph Curry in the playoffs or like on some on some shit. But like he's not there, as bad as people make him make him out to be in the playoffs. There are two things that stand out. There are two notable James Harden moments that stand out to me. Yeah. Uh, one would be the the game where they went zero for twenty seven, right? Game the seven, other game, game seven of the of the West Western Conference Finals in two thousand seventeen. Yeah. Yes. The other would be last year, in I th- believe it was game five or game six. This the the game that Steph was like scoreless at halftime, then went off for like sixteen in the fourth in like a five minute span, or or sixteen in the third in like a four in like a five minute span. Uh, and that would up, be game six of this past year's uh, yeah. semifinal. Semifinals, yeah. The they had a possession. I think they were down three or two. The Rockets isolation for James Harden, mm-hmm. and he turned the ball over. 
And I don't know why that sticks out to me so significantly because like it's not my team, so I don't really don't care about it. But right. that's what I'm saying. Can you name a James Harden playoff moment? I'll say I'll say this. I'll say on the on the biggest stages, like he hasn't performed. Like I will say I will say that. But he has put his team in position in positions to win. I don't know. I do I like I like the the over twenty seven shit from three. That's inexcusable. That's just trash. There's no way. And and the crazy thing is, I think they lost by less than five points in that game. Yeah, they that game was. Five. They were both play, both teams were playing bad, and it was yeah. like they were giving you this game, and it's just there you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were two bad calls in that game though. There were yes, there were. But oh, I'm trying to think. Um, you probably remember better better than me, but. Yeah, he he's been he's been bad in some games. I'll give him I'll give him that. But overall, and if you want if you want to take it back to the OKC days, like that like the final series that he played against LeBron, like yeah, he didn't play well that series either. But in general, he's been fair, he's been fairly solid in the playoffs. Like I don't, I, it's just on the biggest stages that I will agree with John that he has not played. But um, hey, do you want to hear some stats for this season well, for Harden? Yeah. All right, James Harden leads the league in field goals, right at one hundred and seventy nine. He leads the league in field goal attempts at 411. He le- right. leads the league in three-point field goals at 79, right? So if you figure, he's got only 100 more made. He's got 21, right? Am I doing math right? Yeah, 21 more field goals, two-point field goals than three-point field goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, he leads the league in three-point field goal attempts at 234. Mm-hmm. Field goals missed at 232. And leads the leagues in free throw attempts two forty one and free throws made two oh eight. Yeah, he's a volume scorer. Like, yeah, but you want to know what's crazy? You know what he's third in the league in guess. Is it can't be assists? Is it assists? No, is no, it? he's fifth in his, he's fifth in assists. But you know what he's third in the league in Three player efficiency minutes? rating. Huh. Oh. So That's you cool. can say whatever you want about him being a a, a volume scorer. And like, Wait, what's his know? usage rate? I'm That's trying to see. His, I'm trying to find his usage rate. It has to be high. Like it has to be that, super high. That joint has, it has to be over forty. Like maybe over forty five. I'm about to say it has to be, bro, because he averaged he averaged like thirty eight minutes a game. So it has to be high. So I'm just. Do you saying, think I, that's the reason why? Maybe that that he kind of maybe falters in the in the postseason because he just puts too much into the regular season. Like there's no reason why a player should be playing thirty eight minutes a game in this NBA. Yeah, I mean, if he, you take Harden off the court, they they little. This is why I, this is literally why I say the 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 MVP conversation when it comes to James Harden is he's literally the most valuable player every season. The only season that I will say that he wasn't the most valuable was probably the year that LeBron played eighty two games, and that was ironically the year that he won. You know what I'm saying? It's like every year you want to talk about who's most valuable to their team. Like if you take them off the floor, whose team is not winning games? It's Harden. It's been Harden for the past four or five seasons. So does mm-hmm. that say does that say more speak more about Harden's ability or does that say, speak to the to the lack of ability to build a team and coach around? Because I feel like if if Both. there's a lot of good teams that that when you take off their star, they, they're able to could you know continue like Giannis goes off the court that the the Bucks can still function you know with their reserves and with their coaching under Mike Budenholzer. Yeah, facts. D'Antoni's an overrated coach, bro. I don't even know how he's considered, bro. I, I don't know how he has a job, bro. I don't bro. understand how people go to seminars to hear this man coach. Like, this is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, nah. Like, and the thing is, coaches that should be giving seminars don't. Yeah. You're never going to hear Pop or Rick Carlisle or even Doc. And I still think Doc's an average coach, but he's been showing more the past two years. Like, you're not going to hear anyone. You're not going to hear anyone from a Spurs system. You're not going to hear the Budenholzer 
Like even I think Quinn Snyder comes back too. You're not gonna hear any of them talk about, oh, I'm gonna go do a fucking coaching seminar. Like, come on. When you get this man who has a, a, a offensive system that only works with certain types of players, that apparently you're only getting once in generation talents to work. You gotta work with Steve Nash, you gotta work with James Harden, you can't get to work with anyone else. Like fuck out of here. And it's not sustainable. Like, bro, that's what I'm saying. Like the way it's it's absolutely a mix of both where it's James Harden is great individually. He's great. He's arguably the best offensive player we've ever seen simply because of how he plays his game and how he utilizes the rules to his advantage. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you play that way, you're going to get more than your fair share of foul calls, but that, that's part of his offensive game. It's kind of gross to watch from a basketball purist standpoint, but it's effective. But it's like, that's not going to, that's not going to win you anything. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, mean I, I, don't dis- I don't disagree with you. I mean... And that's kind of like, and it sucks because I just feel like he just he's at the point where he's just like, yo, I'm just gonna ball. Like I'm about balling. When it's like you want to see him achieve something more tangible than that, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I like honestly, it he's gonna end up nice. like Charles Barkley. Yeah, at this rate, I can see, I can see that happening. Like, People are just gonna forget about how great of a player he was because he never really achieved anything. See, I don't think that's facts. Ooh, I don't know because I think everybody yeah. knows Barkley yeah. is like, yeah. bro. Everybody knew no, they don't. People who know basketball do. The rest Whoa. of the world doesn't. Okay, well, but but that but that just speaks about them though. Yeah, I about to but say bro, the rest any, of the world knows Charles from TNT. There's a lot of casuals that don't know. People don't realize that he like on the dream team. He scored the most points per game. People don't know that. Like, I mean, in that same breath, couldn't you say, like, the casuals don't know a lot of people? Like, casual probably doesn't even know just how good Hakeem Olajuwon is. Like, he, what was it, he, yeah. isn't he, like, the, the the all-time leader in steals or something like that? I'm not sure. That I don't He has, like, a, a banner up in a Toyota Center for, like, some stat. Maybe for the Rockets. Probably. I don't know, but teams wouldn't do, teams wouldn't do that. Teams don't do that, though. Yeah, a lot of people wouldn't even understand that Hakeem Olajuwon is literally like a top 10 player ever. But like nobody yeah. can really be talking about him like that. I think I kind of see what John is saying. Like, like I think, John, correct me if I'm wrong. Are you kind of saying like he'll just kind of fall into the annals of basketball history? Like when we look back like 20, 25 years from now, you'll be like James Harden. Oh, yeah, like he was a, he was a bucket. But that's really all you can say about him. Is that what you're kind of saying? Pretty much. Well, like, that's what I feel. And that's, what, that's what's sad because it's like he's – He's not going to end up, and he may not care. Like, this is more of a legacy question. He may not care. And that's cool if he doesn't, but it's like, for me as a basketball fan, it's like, I want to see him win. The year freaking, bro, Chris, first of all, when you talk about not performing, Chris Paul got them to the point where they had to win one more game against the Warriors. And granted, Clay went nut, but when you're that good of a player, you should be able to take over one game, especially if it's in a clinching game, you know? And he yeah, was just MIA. I think it was clear that, if that if Chris Paul are, was the best player on that team. Yeah, and if you're James Harden, you should be able to take over for one game in the playoffs because no one can say, what, what was James Harden's playoff moment? For a player that good, who's constantly getting to that point, what was his playoff moment? I mean, it's, and it's it, sad. His, his career not done, though. But at this rate, it's like... At this rate, I, I, it doesn't seem like he cares. He just cares about... That's it. He cares about getting buckets. Bro, that's not true. Come on, yo. Like, you, like literally, these, these guys are top four in the West every single year. You can't say that he don't care about winning. It's one thing if he's averaging 30, 37, 38 points, and they're just losing every game. That's different. They're at least winning and making it to the playoffs. Okay. I know it's not... I know they don't win. That's what, that, that, like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm right here with you, bro. 
I know they don't win. But to say that he don't care about winning, come on now. That's 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 a stretch. Like at, 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 in Harden's defense, and I'll ride for James Harden all day. Like he did, he does what he has to do to get his team to win. Like you know what? If they like whether or not he turn turn the ball over, whether or not he misses a shot, like yo, he's often he's all all the time. He's the one that's taking the shot. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to I don't want to be the person to be like yo, he don't got help or he don't got whatever because yeah he had chris paul on his team and that was a dude that was really hooping majority of the time that was that was helping him out and putting him in, in position to win but i mean you know we was talking about this at the beginning of the year whether or not russell russell westbrook would be you know the the compliment to him and to be honest we still don't know like they were winning games they lost a couple but you know it's a long season so we'll see what happens and yeah yeah i mean like like definitely it's coming out harsher than i wanted to because i said i like james harden and it's like, yeah, like he's right for his teams. And then I feel like that's probably what's going into more on your GM and your coaching situation. Um, because if you need someone to score 40 points for your team to win a game, it's not a good team. If, it, if he scores 40 plus on wins and 30 on losses, that's a 10 point difference. That's not a good team. But that doesn't speak on Harden. That just speaks on I know it doesn't speak yeah. on Harden. Yeah. But like, it's. Uh, it's just frustrating, man. It's just like to go into, especially this season where it's like the season's been amazing and just the level of talent and the, the, I would say the evenness of the league right now, where a team like the Rockets, you just feel like, I don't think the way that they started out is how they're going to end this season at all. Yeah, it's a long season. We don't it absolutely that. is. And I, I don't, I just don't, same thing. It's like, I don't, I don't believe in the Suns. For the Wolves, really? They started out super hot. I, yeah, we knew that yeah, was. I gonna, don't believe that, we knew that was gonna fall. Because even like as as much as I wanted the Rockets to be like, and again, James Harden doing James Harden things, but like when I say I wanted the Rockets to be more fun, this is another like idea they're talking about on Flagrant. Like before we even started this shit, when the trade first happened, where it's like the the way you're gonna get the most out of Harden and Russ is when you sit. Harden and you let Russ go nut, but that's not the D'Antoni system. But like, like, like I said, is it, we don't really know yet if Russ is the compliment to Harden. But he's not. Like, you, like, like you said, like, like you said though, like he be having mad open looks and he just be. He's not hitting them. I'm saying it's not his style, and he's not a catch and shoot person. He's an off the dribble shooter, if anything. Bro, there was a stat they brought up during the Mavs game, right? The the Rockets shoot. Or, yeah, I think it's either shoot or they, they make five mid-range shots a game. Well, I mean... Five. And they were well, like, well, and you can imagine who's taking three or four of them. But my, my argument to that is like, why shoot mid-range sh- jumpers if you... If, if, y'all, if the team is making like a high amount of three points. I mean, I know Russ has been missing, but I mean Harden, he takes mad threes. Like, Yeah, but it's like, know your personnel. Yeah, I mean, Russell gets to the rim and he'll create space and then hits the mid range when he gets going, when he gets some rhythm. Yeah. Dribble pull up. Hey, man. Huh. Anyway. I don't know. The Lakers are good. Look out for um, Anthony Davis um, going back to New Orleans this week. I think it's on Thanksgiving. Uh, That's Wednesday. Um, Wednesday. Wednesday. Well, guess not. Yeah. It was supposed um, to be two homecomings. It was supposed to be Kyrie's homecoming and then 
AD's yeah. homecoming, but that's not going to happen. Probably not even going to get Kemba that game either. Yeah, he's out. Like his neck, his neck is like super. Fucked. Yeah, that shit was wild. Yeah. He just crumpled, uh, bro. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. Lord Jesus. You um, know, when, like when I first saw the report, I thought they had collided because the report was kind of misleading. I guess. Yeah, the, I thought the he like, report, I thought he ran like they ran head to head, like full speed into each other. Uh, like that's what the report kind of made it seem. And then I looked at the replay. I'm like, oh, he just like his whole neck just kind of like went right into. Uh, what's his face? Oh, Semele's like chest. That's yeah, just, man, that's just wild. But. Yeah, but um, shout out. Uh, let's see, Lakers are balling. Denver's back on the rise. Like Denver's so fucking good, bro. Yeah. Boston got kind of got well. Speak, well, since we was on Boston, I mean, they kind of came back to reality. Because I mean, I don't want to say back to reality, but I mean, you know, they their West Coast trip went kind of as as I expected. Like, I mean, they lost to the Clippers, they lost to the Nuggets, but they beat the Kings, who are like a very like interesting ass team. The Kings, yeah, man, the Kings, the are Kings, like healthy, are a, are maybe a year or, yeah. or two away. From I'm still not sold on 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 well, and I I would much rather have Jaeger there. I don't yeah, understand I why they went moved right. on from Jaeger. He Vladi's gave them their best problems. season. He gave them their best season in what 13 years. I, I know why Vladi uh, didn't draft Luca. He said it was fake, but it's mad funny if it's true. It sounds like a Vladi story. <laughs> it does sound like a Vladi. It does sound like something do. <laughs> like, you got to think about it. Um, I forgot where Vladi's from, but wherever he's from, Luca's dad played in that circuit. So, hmm. Is he from know? Serbia? I think so. But Luca's Slovenian, and I'm pretty sure when I was reading the thing, they were like, Luca's dad played in uh, Serbia. Mm, okay. Gotcha. But um, if, if that's the case, either way, you you already know that. I'll say what Aiton could become an all star, and they still probably would regret mm-hmm. not picking up Luca. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's a fact. I mean you yo like honestly, you look he's at white the Lebron. Trade, yeah, no, nah, I'll I'll say European Lebron, but you know what I'm saying I say shit, whatever. Um, yeah, kind of sucks though for the guys drafted in front because they're gonna have. I think Aiton's gonna have a really good long career. Yeah, um, seems all, like. I see multiple All Star appearances I, in I do too. the future, but he's Bro, always he stays gonna be... off the damn weed. Duh, he wasn't on weed. What was he, he on? Taking a diuretic, dog. The diuretic? No, wasn't. Is it like to help? Um, it still helps, like something, right? Oh no, the bullshit. Ain't no reason for you to be taking diuretics, bro. I don't, I don't know medications, but yeah, I mean, he's he's gonna have a good career, and he's always gonna be compared to Luca, which sucks. Yep, yep. Same with Trey Young. I think I think they're always going to be Trey linked. They Luka, will always be linked. Yo, that's what I love it. And um, I saw a clip today from um, I guess it's a podcast. I think it's a uh, it's Candace Parker, and um, I forgot who else. It's a white woman, sports journalist. Can't remember her name right now. Rachel Nichols. Mm, no, I want to say she's blonde. Blonde. Um. Anyway, um, yeah, well, they were they had Trey on the phone and they were talking about it. They were like, "Yo, it's kind of like it's obviously not the same thing because you don't know what's gonna happen." But they were like, "Yo, like how connected um Magic and Bird were, and how they um they would always like push each other and kind of keep track and like go back and forth and all that shit on like their careers." And they were talking about it and they were like, "He was like, yo, like me and Luca are boys and we kind of do the same thing, like where it's like we go back and forth. It's like, yo, one of us has a good play and it's like." We're like competitive, but we're not like a hateful competitive. It's like we go, yo, like when you got a good play, you got a good play. And like 
they're kind of linked in that sense how they just push each other in order to be better. I think that's dope because at the end of the day, I still think they're the best people in that class. And um, nah, man, it's just like Trey's balling. Trey's doing amazing things. So is Luca. Nah, he's, he's really doing his um, thing, bro. Yeah, it's like, bro, between the two of them, like you talk about their top five passers in the league right now, yeah. and it's their second year. Mm-hmm. Like it's insane, say, bro. And Trey Young, like it's like he mm-hmm. imp- like he drastically improved, and it's crazy because he was still good. He was great, like at the end of last season type type of time. Yeah, and honestly, like I was talking to somebody about this earlier. It's like you even though like he was doing his thing, like yo, Luca. It's crazy because Luca is like still drastically better than him. And yeah. I'm saying I'm saying that because it's like yo, you look at how good Trey's doing. You look at their record four and thirteen. You look at how good Luca is doing right now, eleven and five. It makes a difference. Yeah, and like, I think yeah. Luca is leading the league in player efficiency rate. So it just tells you like everything that he's doing on the court oh. is. Oh, that just reminded me. Uh-huh. I don't think Luca is leading the league player efficiency. You know who actually might be, which is going to be wild because I remember I saw this and I don't know. Like, bro, Tim Hardaway Jr. No, he's not. No fucking way. Hold on, I'll check right now. Yeah, please do. And if he, and if he is leading it, then he probably doesn't qualify. Type time. It's some wild shit. But anyway, the um the Mavs coaches may have fixed his shot. No, it's Luca. Ah, thirty three point three. Giannis is at thirty two point zero. James Harden, Carl Towns, I'm Andy Davis, it. LeBron. Jim Harvey Jr. is leading in some stat. Ooh. I can't Even, uh, Zubak, top nine, baby. Yep, top ten. <laughs> yeah, <Zubak>. baby. <laughs> I'm crying. And Mantra's hero is at eleven. Yo, bro, we talk about how Mantra is, is, is also, you know, taking a step up this year, bro. Yeah, because his team is better now. I think. No, I don't even think that. It's just that I think he's like just getting mm. it. Like he's just improved a lot. Wait, real quick. This yeah. is gonna make you laugh. Nice. Trey Young is 17th in PER, right? With a 22.8. Guess who the guy directly in front of him is? You're never going to guess. No. Is he a net? No. Is he a Nick? No. Can you tell me what position he plays? Center. Uh, damn. Jogic? Nope. Embiid? Nope. Oh, Embiid is 7th, but not directly okay, above. He's a center? Center. Um, um, east or west? West. White side? Yup. Word. <laughs> 23.0. Hey, man. I mean, it just sucks that Portland hasn't been winning games. They won the night, though. Melo had 25. Hey. Yo, shout out to Melo the God, bro. Yeah. My son is back. Dunked on fucking Wendell Carter. Miles, this is what Tim Hardaway Jr. is leading in. Turnover yeah. percentage. Oh, wonderful. Uh, or something else. Or it might have just been the past couple of games. Because, um, nah, real talk, like, he's been in all the Mavs fans have been coming around. And I was listening to a broadcast the other night and they were talking about it. So, literally, the Mavs shooting coaches have been like, yo, like, what's wrong with you? Your feet are never set when you shoot. And they've worked on it with him. And he has been on fire the past couple of games. Like, bro, he dropped 31 on the Rockets. Like an efficient thirty-one. When I tell you he has been like on fire, I think the other night he like between the two games he was like eight of nine of three or some shit. Hmm. Yeah. Like the Mavs are getting the Mavs are doing Mavs things and getting the most other role players. And it, he was doing it while Seth Curry was out sick. Sick. 
Yo, no yeah. funny though. This man Luke is really a problem in these like advanced stats. Number yeah, one in value, value over replacement. He's number one. Offensive plus minus number one. P- regular box plus minus number one. Win shares number one. I mean, it's really going to come down. MVP is really going to come down to three people. I think it's going to come down to him, Giannis, and LeBron. If LeBron keeps it up, bro, yeah. I'm how old is Luca? He's not 21 yet, bro, right? He is 20 years old. Oh, bro, we're not even seeing Luca at his best, Luca. Oh, bro. If Luca win, that would mean that. Oh, damn. Yeah, he would be two years younger be, than D Rose. He, he would be two years younger than D Rose, bro. That's crazy. Well, hopefully his outcome of his career don't happen the same. But Lord yeah. Jesus, that's crazy. Yeah. No, his his game isn't based off athleticism. And um, that's true. That's true. I don't know where I heard it. They were talking about it's like literally like to pair his vision with the size he's at. It really is LeBron like because they're the only people that can make those crazy passes because they're just physically large enough to do it with their vision. Large, yeah, huge, huge, but huge. Um, you know, like, <laughs> the NBA is in such a good place right now, man. Definitely is. Uh, like, current current state, future state, like it's amazing. Shout out to Buddy Heald, mm-hmm. um, ball the gap tube sensation, the Bahamian. Oh, fuck, he had a good ass name. Well, it's Buddy Love, but he had another good nickname. Ooh, I like Buddy Love. Buddy Love is tough. Or- but wait, the Caribbean on. sensation that's sweeping the nation. <laughs> oh my god, that was a trash trash. Anyways, I don't that's know. That's how we Caribbean, bro. Yeah, I know I'm not. <laughs> I have never clubbed this. But speaking about the future of the NBA, one of the headlines that like I really was was interested about was that cool, they're thinking about changing. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm getting better at it, bro. I'm getting I'm getting better. When they was talking about um doing the changing the playoff format and adding an in-season tournament to the league. And they did like in serious discussions with the uh, players association about it. I think that would be great. I think the in-season tournament would be great to add a different aspect to it because I don't think there's any North American sport that does it except for hockey. Hockey does like the winter classic thing. But I think that's also that. But the winter classic isn't a tournament. It's just a one game thing. Oh, it's a one game thing. Go into, do you have it pulled up? Like talk about it a bit more for people who are, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got it. I about to say yeah, yeah. I got it right here. So, um, basically, what's about was what they're thinking about happening is they they would reduce the season to potentially about seventy nine games, but a team can play up to set to uh eighty three, depending on like uh the new the new playoff playoff format that they're considering. So basically, what's gonna happen is that the top six teams, uh, from each conference would would automatically make it, but the seven, eight, nine, and ten seeds would have a plan, kind of like how the 16 seed works in the NCAA. So the way that it will work potentially is that the 7 and 8 seed will play against each other, and then the winner of that game would make it to the playoffs. The loser of that game would play the the winner of the 9 and 10 seed, and then the winner of that would make it playoffs. So potentially you could have a scenario where a 8 seed and a 10 seed make make the playoffs, and there's no 7, and there's no, and there's no well, obviously there's no 9 anyway. And then or or it could work backwards. It could be a seven seed and a nine seed that that works. Yeah. So I think it's a it definitely adds a different aspect to it. And yeah, that that's just kind of lit if you think about it. Because how many times have we seen teams that are hot like just miss the playoffs, and like teams that are like trending down, you know, just make just make it type of time. So I think it would be very interesting, especially in the Western Conference, since the Western Conference is just historically oh, just so been so good. Right about to say it's just been so historically beastie. So let's think about it like this. I'll pull up this 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 standings right now. If the season ended today, obviously it's super early. 
But potentially, it could be the Timberwolves playing the Suns and then the Kings playing the Thunder. And then, the you know, it could get it could get like that. But then you also have the Trailblazers and the Pelicans that are, that are on both their ass and then the Spurs behind them. So you don't know. It could get it could potentially get really crazy. And then they're also talking about um adding this adding this tor- this tournament in. They were thinking about making it around the All-Star break and kind of having like the games played. That would be that would be cool with the players association dubbed that. And um Is yeah. it for a draft pick? Um no no no. I, they didn't really talk about like if it's like stipulations I, for- I I've heard about that idea before and I like that idea and who the PLL is doing that shit. I think so. Um, because I fuck with that, and especially it adds more basketball. And I understand, you know, injury risk shit like that, but it takes away tanking, right? And it's like even if you're like you get those bad teams, and you go, yo, play for your top pick. Yeah, which would be, which I think would be tough. So yeah, this is definitely a very interesting like thing, and the fact that it's a headline now means that they're actually like talking about it, like the mm-hmm. like the it's, it's serious, it's serious discussions, but um. It makes a lot more be- sense than having, well, it, it's logistically, it makes more sense than doing what we would always say before of just being like, yo, it needs to just be the top 16 teams, like do away with the conferences, da 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 da. Um, doing it that way would be a lot more reasonable. Everybody wins though, because you got a one game playoff against these, against these teams. So you're literally seeing like how good of, like basically it's game seven for both, for, for these four teams. You get to see if these coaches are good, it's a better evaluation on them. Mm-hmm. It'll be higher ratings for the NBA. Yeah. Uh, and and it also benefits the players too because for the good teams, their season goes down from eighty-two games to seventy-eight games. So that's like, yeah, I I think that's like a very good. It's hard to see a downside right now. Yeah, I I, I, I mean, don't see, I, yeah. in that same breath, like you said, like it's the good teams only have to play a certain amount of games. But all right, couldn't you essentially see another situation where you have a game seven? with the Rockets where somebody that's like you say, like, let's say the Lakers are the best team in the league. And somehow they just have an off night. Like they shoot like 29% from the field, lose to a terrible team. Right. Like that, you know they're not, that, 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 it's not that the best team didn't win. Cause we all know the best team would be like in a regular series. Like, let's say like, like last year, right. The, the, the magic took game one against the potential though, the, the, the eventual national, you know, national champs, NBA finals champions. Right, the Nets took Game One against the Sixers, but the Nets weren't a better team than the Sixers. The Magic weren't a better team than the Raptors. I mean, one game kind of like I get the whole like March Madness type feel of it. It just doesn't seem like it. The best team. I'll tell you what, though, JT, with that, I feel like both of those situations, you could say that's a team going, "Oh, we got this series to beat them, and let's just go." And like we don't like they're not taking them too seriously. If it's a winner go home, you know they're going to come out swinging harder. And even if they have an off night, regardless, that makes for better ratings. But that's what I'm saying, though. You could, if, because game, like, you know, you could have another 0, and 2, 0 for 27, a good team, hey, you know. Sucks for you, bro. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm, but that's what I'm, I mean, I, I, I guess. I mean, my, me as a fan, that's more entertaining, too, to be honest. Yeah. And it also wouldn't be like a one seed going against a six seed type. Yeah. Time. Like, it's, it's seeds that are pretty close to each other. Instead of competing on your own schedule down the stretch of going, oh, I got to win three out of my four games and hope this team loses, da, da, da. It goes, all right, let me see if I can beat this team to make it into the playoffs. Because if you're just going eight through 10, like it's, it makes sense. I mean, seven through 10, it, it makes a lot more sense. And it has a better chance of being close. So that like, like Miles was saying, 
Like that's not you're not getting a super high seed going against a low seed. You just got a bunch of seeds that are around each other competing for that that final spot. Mm. Yep. I, I like the idea. I feel like if it does pass, it would probably take two or three years. Yeah, facts. It, it, I mean, they say they, they're trying to do it for the 20, 2021 season. That's what they that's what they're in talks about. Mm. Last like, season, this would have been this would have been crazy last year because these are last year. Imagine Spurs versus Clippers. And then Kings versus Lakers. That means the Lakers would have like had a chance to make the playoffs. They might have signed Melo. Type of time they might have. Shit might have got different, bro. So I don't know. Yeah, but then but then wouldn't you also get the in in terms of ratings? Wouldn't don't you also run the risk of a possibility of having one of these very smaller market teams make it? And the league wants the let's be honest, the league wants certain teams in the playoffs every year because it. Yeah, makes but people ratings. like underdogs. I don't think they like it as much as they like the, the the super teams. Yeah, bro. But honestly, the lake the 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 lake the Lakers the Lakers might have made the playoffs last season if the if this was in in it. So it could work either way. It could it could work like that, Justin. But it could also work. You know, yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Like like let's say hypothetically speaking, like the Hornets, right? Could be a better team than the Lakers. Lakers beat the Hornets. Ratings wise, it's going to be great for the NBA because you have the play market. But the best team didn't win, and, and vice versa, right? Let's see the Hornets I mean, do win. Hornets you don't have that in the same conference, though. So I, that wouldn't happen anyway. No, I, I'm just using that as like a hypothetical. Like okay. I was just taking to like a mark, like the market uh, difference. Sorry. So I should probably like Hornets and let's say Nets, right? Or no Knicks because Knicks own okay. the, the New yeah, York market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the Knicks wouldn't be like if the Knicks lost, you basically kind of lose the New York market in a sense because you now you have right. the Hornets. And then you, as whereas you don't take as much of a hit as you know if the Hornets lose. Me personally, I would like if the uh, I will I would just like the playoff format just changed in general. I think um, the playoffs are too long as it is. Um, I would go with a three game series for round one, five games for round two, and seven games for the conference finals and NBA finals because it makes no sense why it takes almost two weeks to get through one series. It gets you stale. Yeah, I mean, but then again, it's like it, it, it's weird though because you have some years where there'd be mad game sevens, and it, it really gives you a good an evaluation of who the best team is. It was like the uh, not this past playoff, but I think it was like either two or three years ago where there was like three or four game, three or four series that went game seven in the first round alone. So it just shows you like the level of talent that there is in the league, and that gives you the best evaluation. That's why no, but you can still have that, but, you can still have but, that though. Well, well, but Justin, that's you. I think that they changed it from five games because in the because before, like I, I think it was before, like two thousand four, two thousand five. It was always, yeah before two thousand five. It was always it was five games. Yeah, yeah, it was five. It was five games, and then that. But you know, you, upsets be happening. Not saying that yeah. you know teams teams come back from three one or three nothing that often. Or they're never three three nothing, but three one that often. But it's happened. Me personally, I I just think the um the change from five games to seven games was done more for from a monetary standpoint, you can, you can generate a whole lot more revenue if you have, you know, two more games per series than, than not as, you know, it's just more ticket sales for a certain arena, more ticket sales for, you know, for the bottom line for everybody. I, I don't know. I did. I just think in the, if it's three games and then five games, teams are going to go a little bit more, a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see a little bit more upsets, especially because if you do two games at the home, Let's say you do in the first round, right? Two games at the higher seed, then the then game three is at the um, the lower seeds. So the so basically you do have the advantage of 
two straight home games. And if you're the road team, all you got to do is just take one of them on the road. Tell you what, though, they're definitely going to do something because um, viewership's already like decreasing. So, do they take streams into effect? Because I feel like the NBA is very watched. Like I feel like it's they the most watched sport, and that's why they. That's why they're under the some sort of viewership's decreasing. Um, it may be going down a bit, if anything. But the problem is, no one wants to buy league passes, so they do so many fucking free weekends. It's yeah, absolutely not. like, bro, I watch all my shit on streams. And I remember before I used to be like, yo, I need League Pass. It only makes you the Mavs. Like, I need League Pass. No one wanted to pay that shit because it's too expensive. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, why? Bro, that's why they cracked down and they shut down the original NBA streams right at last year. But there's workarounds. And I watch basically just like last year. Like, like I watch basically every Mavs game. And it's yeah. like, I'm watching it from streams. I was about to say, um... they don't count illegal streams, bro. Like, come on. And even regular streams, like the Nets play, they have, because yes, the Net, yes Network has a deal with Fox. So you can stream Nets and Yankees games through the Fox app. It yeah. doesn't count towards TV. I feel like that would count, but I feel like more people are watching illegal streams more so than shit like that. But yeah, like I, that, that's what I was doing before the, the Yankees and, you know, yes, had the, the, the thing. I was on my phone on like these, basically giving my phone, you know, a virus every two seconds. You know, <laughs> getting these next games, <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. But like, yeah, they're not considering that shit. And it's like, honestly, I remember I was watching the Yankees game. My boy was watching the Yankees game, and my stream was working better than his ESPN stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen so that like, before. It's just way easier to just watch the illegal shit that they don't count. Yeah, is it a design? There's league pass is cheaper. No one would think about that shit. Yeah, screw League Pass. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, honestly, I I prefer watching the streams that are like the real streams of the things because I hate the League Pass like commercial break shits. I'd rather have regular uh, commercials. The, the music, I I, have PTSD I hate it so that, much. I literally like I I try and get on a normal stream that has like freaking local commercials. I'll tell you how much Waterburger commercials I watch and shit, man. <laughs> Baylor's yeah, I'm, I'm, that joins be funny bro. when you're watching like a random Utah Jazz and Phoenix Suns game, and you're just seeing mad local commercials. Yeah. You're like, dang, I didn't even know these type of things existed. <laughs> I think uh, the last thing we should talk about for basketball is um, Joel Embiid putting up that big old donut. Fraud. Fraudulent. Fraudulent. Fraud. Picture where they photoshopped him on the Wilt shit and just put the zero. That shit had me crying. I, w- I want, I, I want I all of Sixers. That. I want all of Sixers Twitter, Sixers Instagram. I want the whole city of Philadelphia to explain to me. Please explain to me. Write it in. Tweet me. Mail, I don't know what. Please tell me how Joel Embiid is better than Nikola Jokic. I just want I, I just want to know. I would like to know what he does better than Jokic. You want to know what he does better than Jokic? What is that? Talk shit. <laughs> Beat niggas asses. That's about it. Can't even really do that, bro. I mean, I would take Mark, I would take Marcus Morris in that fight. Bro, yo, Actually, did you? <laughs> Miles, since you're off Twitter, um, <laughs> the uh, they're talking about my son, uh, Mark, <laughs> Marcus Morris balling, right? Yeah, and it was a tweet, it was like some highlight of him, like just shoot a light tell whatever. And they quoted it, someone quoted it, and was like, Yeah, bro, you got to change your at name if you're gonna be in the city. And his own his his handle on Twitter is Mook Morris. Oh, no. <laughs> 
crazy, 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 that's, crazy. That, that, that's hilarious. I but, just want to let something be known that Ben Simmons is averaging 13 points a game. That's your max player? That's crazy. How many assists a game is he? Is he top five in assists? Not enough to. Ricky Rubio ain't getting a max contract. I'm about to say, I mean, you know, uh, he's better than Ben Simmons. This is true. He's, he's averaging eight assists a game, six rebounds. I mean, okay. So he's Draymond? Wait, he's light-skinned Draymond? Is that what we're doing here? I'm about to say, like, I don't know. He is averaging two steals a game, though. That that that's pretty good. No, Draymond shoots better than him. I'm about to say, but Draymond was doing that too. Like oh. peak Dray- is is oh, Ben Simmons ceiling just peak Draymond on the Warriors? No, I hope not. <laughs> nah, his ceiling his ceiling can't be peak. I'm not saying it is. I'm just bro. asking a question. I'm just asking it. Don't. I'm <laughs> just asking a question. Peak Draymond. <laughs> we have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, run amok, led astray. <laughs> Like, is he just a more athletic and light-skinned Draymond with an Australian accent and a kangaroo pet? What's going on here? Bro. That's wild. That's really wild. I'm just trying to, like... I can't believe y'all really, like, people really had, like, was out here trying, like, bro, you're gonna... (laughs) People try to argue me, like, bro, this man is not a max player. They tried to say he was going to be the best player in the league in like two years. He was years. supposed to be, but you know, you got to shoot. And that's the thing. Like people thought he would develop a jumper more than Giannis. And Giannis is actually shooting threes. And he actually kind of makes them. That's a bad thing for making his first three-pointer against the Knicks. Dog, they, had a, they threw a parade. They, they like, I, I have never seen a Philly sports fans are dead. Philly are oh, th- like, God, different is, is, absolutely and I'm not even going to say they're the worst because, like, we were there for four years. It's not as bad as the stigma is, at least me personally. Nice. I never thought it was the majority. The majority, the majority yeah. is, but I'm just like, yo, it makes it so hard for, like, I had sympathy for the Sixers when they were going through, like, the whole like, process because we were at school mm-hmm. then. And I'm like, all right, yeah, all right. But they just don't, they don't know how to win. Like they 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 literally declare themselves like the greatest thing since sliced bread. They go to the the conference uh, semifinals. All right, come in here with their chest all beat out. Like yo, like they're you're good, but you're not title to contenders. Be fair, I can understand being hyped about that if you made it to the semifinals with a young team. I get that, but when your team isn't showing signs of improvement and your players, your young players aren't improving. I mean, young, I mean, but they got saved in that series by, what's his face? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler saved them. Jimmy yes. Butler saved them in the first round. And Bro, Jimmy if Butler they, saved them in the first if half they went all in on Jimmy Butler being the leader of that team, they would have went further. They didn't you know want what? that. But you, but you got to bet on your future sometimes. And this is what they're doing with um, Ben Simmons. I mean, he's still mad young, bro. He's only 20. It's going to be harder for him to learn to shoot the longer he waits. It's like learning a language, bro. Yeah, and the longer he waits, the longer, it harder it is on Joel Embiid. He's already, what, five years in, technically? Yeah. Technically speak, I mean, how many more, how many seasons can Joel Embiid get under his belt where he's going to give you 70 games, if that? Because I, I don't think he's ever gotten past, what, 65 bro, in a season? They should, honestly, they, I'm going to, like, they shouldn't have signed him to that max. If anything, just you have him under team control. It would have been a team-friendly contract. Just sign him to some shit and be like, bro, you want that money? But go, yeah, yeah, yeah play go, go show me. But going into this season, would hey, you rather honestly, have given him the max to let him walk? That's he true. wouldn't have walked. 
Well, I mean, no, I, I mean, he's still, he, he, uh, bro, he might have. I think, I think How? he would have. How? I'm saying when he became a free agent. When he, he became a free control. agent. I'm saying when he became a free agent. He was he's not. A, he wasn't. He wait. How is he restricted? He's Did on he a rookie signed? deal. He was. Yes, he's still on his rookie. He was still. He, oh, he signed an so extension. Whenever he's a free agent, he would be restricted. Oh, that's saying, why. Deal, oh, yeah, because that's why Dilo was restricted. Yeah. 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 Okay, it wasn't gosh. necessary for him to sign. Like it yeah. wasn't necessary for them to offer him that they contract. Shouldn't as soon as they shouldn't have gave him a max yeah. extension. If they want to well, give no. him an extension, that's okay. You don't give him a max. You give him an extension and be like, "Yo, you want this max? You need to show improvement." And if not, then he's still a trade piece, and you build around and beat for real. But you know why he could have he could have left though? If they if if he gets a deal lucrative enough somewhere else, and then if they really him. want him, they just if they really because if he if he gets a deal lucrative somewhere else it still wouldn't be more than what they would have they could have offered him and if they wanted to keep him that bad then they match mm. and my thing is before you do that bro like trade piece because either way it's a team option so he wasn't a free agent this year regardless this would have been his third year there was a um there was a really good article in uh i think it was sports sports sb nation did it, but it was like put in on the ringer. There's some really good articles being written by uh people right now. Zach Lowe is a really good uh, yeah, writer, um, and he dove into the Sixers. And I now I'm gonna watch him in a different light because he said like what the Sixers do at practices. Brett Brown has a box on the floor, and Ben Simmons isn't allowed to go below that box because whenever Ben Simmons is below that box, no, he can't go above the box because when he's above the box, he crowds the area that Joel Embiid is supposed to be in on the offensive side of the ball and their offense just doesn't work. And there's like mad footage of like supporting it when he's, you know, where he's supposed to be and the, the you know, the floor is spread. The offense works like fantastically. I mean, the makeup of this team is not good. And I said this uh, going into the year, you can't rely on Josh Rich, Furkan Korkmaz to be your best three point shooters. You just can't because Tobias Harris hasn't been good this year from deep. And that's what I, that's what I said. Like, I, I think that on paper, they're great on paper. I still think they're the best team in the East on paper. Problem is you're not going to get what's on paper because they're, they, I think out of all teams in the East, they made the most significant improvements. Yes. They lost some of their shooting, but you expect Tobias to be better and getting Al Horford shows up your defense. I stand by that defense wins championships. But Tobias has been not been good. Has putting more pressure on um Josh. It's putting more on fucking whatever. I'm not even trying to pronounce his name. Who you need to shoot? And it's like and <laughs> Ben Simmons is not a fit next to Joel Embiid. He's Man, really speaking not. Of, speaking, speaking of Ben, like I'm looking at this contract right now. Like yo, they, I mean wow, <laughs> yo, it's, it's, NBA it's players make so much money. Pause. But yeah, that's yeah. They, this contract is this, this contract is is crazy. Like, damn, this man is mm-hmm. making chicken after this season, bro. Like, for real. Like, like it's it's actually crazy how much money he's about to get. And he's really, like, right now he has not shown that he's worth it. But, uh-huh. I mean, I, I get what they were trying to do, bro. They, that's what they did, though. That's, that's what it was. The contract was literally them betting on their future. And has it panned out yet? No, but he's still only 23 years old. So let's give it some more time. Must have got the wrong people around him or something. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. He's, it's like he's going backwards. Like that's why it, it's annoying. It seems so- like he got paid and he doesn't 
he's like, yeah, like I'm just going to prove you guys wrong, but I'm not going to put the work in to actually work on my game. But it's just confusing because like we saw all summer, we saw all summer those videos with him of him working in the gym with that uh, with the supposed jump shot. And Sixers fans were literally like, "Uh oh, scary season! You already know what's coming." <laughs> scary like, season. Yo, like coming. for the first like six seven games, he didn't even attempt a shot outside the paint. Yeah, same like, shit. Same shit last year. I just his game would fit so perfectly with Joel Embiid's if he was able to shoot. He, but it. since since teams don't respect his jump shot, they can sit at home, be it clog the paint, which messes up things for Joel Embiid and sometimes out. If he doesn't learn to shoot, one of them's gonna go. One of them's gonna have to go. And it's probably gonna be it's probably gonna be Joel. Yeah, because he's probably gonna get fed up with it and they're not gonna be able to keep him. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. Like I think Joel's on contract too though. I think they they pay no, no, he, but they would they would trade him. I think they would uh, trade Joel so? before they trade Simmons, yeah. No. Uh, I think they trade nah, Joel. definitely, no. bro. Because you gotta think, man, big men like after a certain time, it's like hey, and a history yo, of injury. I'm about no. to say, bro. They do they literally do it with, with so many they've done it with so many big men, bro. Like yeah. you gotta think, even though the mat the, when the magic traded Shaq, that was more so of a force out thing than anything they did it with him, they did it with Larry Johnson. Shit, even the Knicks eventually did it with fucking Patrick Ewing. Like yeah. this, this this should be happening, bro. Yeah, that shit just reminded me um uh and there's talk about it during the offseason, and now since the Mavs have been playing better, they're like to the Mavs make a trade for Blake Griffin and make her for a real push. And honestly, Blake Griffin would be a great fit on the Mavericks. I don't know who we would trade, but you know what's funny? They keep saying free Blake, and it's like the Pistons have Pieces there to the be. Pistons always have pieces. And they I know. Good. I know. That's what always. Reggie Jackson has never been good as good as we were supposed to be, and he's been hurt. So it's like, bro, Ish Smith was the best point guard on the team for a stretch. Like Luke Kennard is. is I mean, he's hurt, but you know, for a little he, bit, he started off the season pretty solid. He started off pretty solid. Andre Drummond is doing Andre Drummond under on, on the post. Like, yeah, like, he just well, he walks in the gym, and you're like, already right, right, sixteen and bro. sixteen and eighteen. All right. Blake Griffin on the Pistons feels like Jimmy on the the Timberwolves, mm. where he's like, "Y'all motherfucking kids, if y'all don't get your shit together, like I'm trying to win," and they're like, "Yeah, we put up numbers and shit." No, that's not what it's about. Yeah, but yeah, that would be a great pickup. But um, yeah, man, the Sixers got to figure this shit out. Oh well, and while they do, the Bucks keep on bucking. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, it is. Ain't nothing changed with them. That's the most, I mean, Shout that's out the most to the Raptors, team. bro. Oh, yeah. My son, Nick Nurse, bro. Hey, my son, Pascal. Spicy P. They're really balling right now. Spicy P and Fred Van Fleet. Yeah, bro. Hey, hey, but how about underrated signing so far? Rondé? Rondé Hollis Jefferson, man. Yeah. Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. He was, my, he was one of my favorite Nets. You know, honestly, if the Mavs could afford him, I would have liked to get him. No, he's a good. He was. He just didn't fit Kenny's system. Again, he was. He's good at what he does, which is just give you energy and just activity for whatever how many minutes he's on the court. He'll do that. But Kenny's like system is like. Oh yeah, the Mavs beat the Raptors too. Don't forget that. You're gonna have to shoot. (laughs) And he was like, "Nah." I was like, "Oh damn, yeah." He was there from the beginning. My son Pascal. That's Bro, crazy. Kyle Lowry gets traded this season? Eh, I don't know. No. I don't think so. I don't know if they're making a deep run. 
I mean, shoot, who knows? It's, it's it's the East, bro. Yeah, we we don't know. I feel like the best coach team will, will probably come out of the East. It don't even necessarily have to be the most talented team. And That's the two true. Best, two best coaches, I think, right now are Hoser and um, which uh, Nick Nurse. Yeah, right. I think the Bucks are gonna end up coming out though. They're right Same. now, based off based off of everything that's happening right now, the nature of the of the East, it's probably gonna be yeah. Good. And the 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 underwhelming, the, bro. The Sixers are basically the fucking Browns. But you know it's crazy. No, nah, I can't say that. Nah, I can't say that. Not yet. Like they're still winning. Like they're literally they're still, still in it. after tonight. They, I mean, they lost. They went into tonight. I think eleven and five. So eleven and six. I so. say that because they're being super underwhelming and aren't playing to the the their potential right now. No, bro. But like, and that's why I say no, 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 no. They're not playing to their potential. I'm about to say, bro. They was talking about the Browns making like winning the Super Bowl, like them being the Super Bowl favorites. Like the like the 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 Sixers aren't anywhere close. The Sixers were just a conference finals favorite, but they weren't a they weren't a title contender. I'm about to say like because everybody knew it's either going to be one of the LA teams or the Bucks. Like I think that's kind of what everybody's mindset was going into the season. Like I think. This they, they was like the Sixers gonna be good like they can make the finals but I don't don't think it's like as big of a disappointment as the Browns the Browns like I don't know the way, the, the hype that they had coming into the season Lord Jesus I don't know like like I if the Bucks are, or if the Sixers were five hundred right now like like if they were if they were five hundred then you could I, I I'd see your point with the mm. the Browns comparison okay but they're still cool. like five six games over though. I just think they're just so top heavy. That's why I never really put faith in them. You go to their bench. I like Matisse Thibault. I mean, he gives you like talking about defensive energy. Jeez, mm-hmm. like that, that kid. Poof, he's gonna be a problem on defense. But other than that, they got nobody. They missed. They missed TJ McConnell badly. Yeah, my uh, guy. Mike Scott's good, you know, but I, he's so hit or miss. Who else is on? They have somebody else on that team that's. Not not Jonathan Simmons. Um, James Ennis. Yeah, Ennis. Another guy that's kind of hit or miss. They miss Robert Covington badly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, even Sarich, man. Yeah, Jimmy traded wasn't a good trade. In hindsight, no, it wasn't. It was a very win now. And I it don't was a good out. trade. If in that moment, I don't blame Mountain Brand for making that trade. Yeah, if they didn't have knuckleheads, it would have been a good trade. We got to know your personnel. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm uh, I want to talk about anime now, Gal. What? Slime season. Slime season for real. It's slime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was this part three of anime book club with uh that time I got reincarnated as a slime? We watched uh, episodes seven through nine um, this past week. Uh, it There's some good ones, man. Definitely um, a bunch went on. Um, we got some more insight into Shizu here. Uh, see, see, now we're at the point where I can go through episode by episode. Episode seven is we definitely get more background on Shizu. We see like kind of what she went through. We see the whole thing of her and the demon lord, Leon her power and how she was kind of just being controlled at will. She was possessed. We found out she was possessed by this fire spirit, Ifrit. And um, yeah, it led to her just being a tool for this demon lord. Like basically the whole point of being summoned and having that thing engraved into her soul, that contract or whatever. And then towards the end, she loses control 
Yeah, starts attacking Rimuru and everyone around him. Yep. And then Rimuru had to give it at work. Yeah, bro. That was a fun uh, action pack scene there. Seeing a fight, seeing Rimuru being OP again. Again, learning more more things like what's going on with this demon lord. What else did we learn? So basically, episode seven was just the fight, pretty much, right? Uh, yeah, more yeah, or less. Ep- you know, you had the flashback to her childhood, mm-hmm. and then, and then... In episode eight, we hear more about her story. So Can we, we talk about how Ifrit was using Shadow Clone Jutsu in the fight. It's not fast, <laughs> <laughs> like for real. Also, we see more of how um how useful Predator is even in fight, where it's like he could copy abilities, which is wild. Yeah. Copy the icicle shit. And I was like, I'm going to take this. I'm going to make it better. But can we talk about how OP Rimuru is? Like, (laughs) he gets engulfed in the big fire tornado. And he's just like, oh, no. Well, this is how I die. Wait, wait a second. I'm not feeling anything. I'm heat resistant. (laughs) Yo, Grace Sage was like, you don't remember? We went over this. You have thermal fluctuation resistance. (laughs) Like, he was like, oh, word. I forgot. I'm a god. My son went, oh, is this easy mode? Shout out to my Overwatch <laughs> people. Crazy. Um, but yeah. And then uh, what, episode eight, the beginning, um, kind of sad. Pull, mm. Pulling the heartstrings a bit. We actually learned about more about Jesus and um, her life after just being a demon lord. And we find out that, uh, she, I forgot this shit too. She's been out here for mad long. So it seems like she actually um, was just summoned like 50 years ago or whatever longer than that because she retired like 50 years ago yep find out that she teaches these kids who are also summons and tries to let them make something of themselves and this other town we find about new worlds uh, we find out that there is a hero and we think is the same hero that sealed Veldora, and that was the one who gave her the mask which helped her control ifrit and kind of changed her whole life around and led her to become a hero um and then she passes, and that's why I didn't want to answer you guys' questions when you're asking if Rimuru can become a human. I mean, uh, she passes, yes. but 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 like it, even like in the the, the intro theme, it kind of mm-hmm. like gives it away that he kind of can because you can see that like you know he transforms yeah. in that. So I, I kind of felt it coming. I just didn't really know how it was gonna gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But I had a feeling it had a, it had something to do with Shizu, and it ended up it, it ended up did having something to do with it. Yeah. But like, so, um... What else? We find out that uh, the the Kajin and them, their names ring bells. But yeah, we found out what well, Shizu, like as much as she wanted to do, like she didn't, she she didn't really like this world. But there was good that came out of it, and makes his promises with Rimuru. Um, wants her, wants him to find the Leon dude, the Demon Lord. Wants him to help the children. Uh, and you see like when you guys are wondering like yo how is this his love da, 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 where it's like he never said it was his love this is just the person he was destined to be with yeah and that's a oh, very he interesting way has to be inside of it you guys weren't expecting that huh no I was no, not no. <laughs> honestly I just didn't think it was going to be Shizu's body but you know what it is Yeah. and then um I feel like that should, that's pretty much it for episode 7 right yeah I think yeah. so I mean that was episode 8 and then episode nine. So episode nine, getting a little interesting again. So we got, um, he's like, all right, you know, he was like, yo, I, now that I have this human body, he's trying to figure some stuff out, trying to see some of the powers he gained from Shizu and a free, uh, actually sees what he looks like. And is like, I have no idea what I am really. <laughs> he's kind of androgynous. 
And I also thought it was funny where he was like, yo, let me see what it would be like if I made myself feminine. And he was like, wait, this is weird. He was yeah, like, I didn't get that I look part. like Shizu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah he you didn't get it? Like, he was well, like, yo, like, well, no, I, got I can make a body part. double. But like, why didn't he just stick to being the the adult instead oh, of being the because kid? Because he wanted to see what he looked like. And no, no, I got, I got that. Yeah, but like he could make himself more handsome. So why doesn't he just take that? I think um, it, it, you have to use more magic. So I feel like he didn't want to use more magicals. Like unlimited powers. I know, but it was just like effort thing. I don't know. Either way, um, he was he's a like, weirdo. He just wanted to be a kid. I'm gonna just rock. <laughs> well, you're a lollicon, so you want to be with kids. At least I admit it. Wait, 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 what? Wait, 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 so Rimuru? Yeah, Rimuru. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he's like, oh shit, I can like join you guys. And you saw how excited they were. He's like, I can actually eat food and like have taste buds and shit now, which is cool. So he's going to do that. And he's like, all right, let me go try out some of Shizu's powers. When that happens, you know, they go, he sends the goblins. Well, the goblins go out to go hunt for this feast they're going to have. He's out here trying to figure out these powers that Shizu has, test them out. And she has this one called Degenerate which literally kind of combines skills that you already have and makes new skills. So while he's testing that out, makes some cool shit, makes black flames. Fucking Amaterasu out here. Um, yeah, facts. And then uh, he gets like a transformation from Rango, where they're in trouble. So now we're introduced to a new species in this world, the, uh, the ogres, which the are Shrek. completely unlike ogres that you normally see in video games or anything else, or Shrek. The non-Shreks. Yeah, they're they're kind of baller. Yeah, to me they seem more like demons that you'll see in stuff. Like, yeah, I, I thought they were demons at first. Right? Because, because you see, you see that they all got the horns and shit. That's yeah, what I thought that they was, and that's what one thing that they all had in common, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Also, I thought that Go- Gopte, mm-hmm. I think that's his name. I thought that he was done, bro. I thought he got body. Oh, he, he got sliced. Yeah, yeah, he got sliced right in his chest. He's like, oh my god, that He's hurts like, so dying. bad. I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> He's and like, you be alright. It's like, it's like he really got scratched. <laughs> yeah, and that's what he was noticing, where he was like, yo, like, I could tell that they're stronger, but they're not leaving too much damage. So he was like, I guess, trying to understand the levels. And I feel like if they were still normal goblins instead of hot goblins, they probably would have died. So I guess because maybe the um the ogres were still, like, the first level. So he ends up getting to these fight with the ogres. They're like, yo, you came, you, you, like, destroyed our village or whatever. Like, we don't get the full details, but they're really pissed. And they're like, yo, you're way too powerful. Like, it's got to be you. You're the freaking Majin, who I'm pretty sure just means Dark Wizard, that um did this, or like Magic User or whatever, that did this to our village. You like attacked and killed all our brethren. That I want my revenge. And Rimuru was just like, yo, like, I'm like, it wasn't me. I was like, relax. And they were still going in. And we definitely see even more how OP Rimuru is. Long story short, uh, fight concludes. And he finally, like, he basically flexes on them. And then shout out to the, the, the one with the pink hair who got them to listen to Reason and was like, yo, this dude is hella strong. He could have just killed us outright. Why would they have needed to use orcs, which when they're talking about pigs, and Rimuru still doesn't know what an orc is, he's like, why would they need to use underhanded tactics like that to destroy our village when he could have just wiped us out himself? 
Yep. So um, they listen, and the episode ends with basically them going back to the village. So um, what are you guys' thoughts on the whole thing? Um, what do you guys think is going to happen? Let, let me hear it. Well, I mean, I don't know. They, I, I kind of go when going off of like the, the intro for it. So I feel like they're going to end up, and when I say they, I'm talking about Rimuru and uh, the ogres somehow work together and like overcome whatever obstacles that, you know, comes comes their way. Next, a couple episodes probably going to be chill because, you know, they just kind of came through, came through a conflict or whatever. But kind of like going back a few episodes to when they left that uh, that that village. You know, they they got people watching them. So I think there's gonna be a conflict ending up with them. Just kinda kinda thinking about that. And and I think that, that dude is gonna come back into the picture. The one that um got, got exiled too. The um Oh, the other Vesta. Yeah, Vesta, Vesta, Vesta. Yeah. I think he's mm-hmm. gonna end up coming back coming back into into it too. But yeah, it's interesting. Honestly, of, of the three animes, this is definitely my favorite one so far because it gives me like a perfect amount of story and like jokes and like, you know. That kind, that kind of thing. It's like a very, it's a very good balance. And the protagonist now on dumb shit, so <laughs> it, it, it like creates a for me, it creates like a perfect scenario. So if y'all haven't checked it out already, and y'all just listening to the spoilers, definitely check that joint out because it's pretty good. Uh, I think it's a good balance too. I'm watching it again. It's like it's even better than the first time. But uh, what about you, JT? What do you think's gonna happen? How how you feeling? I like these episodes. I like the seeing the sto- the backstory for Shizu. Uh, it makes you connect to a character like that, and then you're like, "Damn!" Something. It does, and then they then they take her away from me um, in like an episode and a half. That was crazy. Damn. Um, hate to see it. You hate to see it. They got Leon, the, the demon lord. That's kind of a funny name. I don't know why. I don't know why that made me laugh. It's not like, like a menacing ass name or something. No, it's like just oh yeah, that's Leon. You know, but um, <laughs> that's Leon. That's Leon. That's Leon from up the block. But um, yeah, no, it was cool. Um, the goblins, yeah, definitely thought they were demons because they didn't look like not not goblins. I'm sorry, the the ogres didn't look like ogres at all. Um, but I noticed that just like uh, there's a lot of Japanese um like things it, or like things that are, are part of Japanese culture that are in this world because uh, Rimuru notices that they're wearing like kind of traditional Japanese garb. And using traditional like Japanese weapons, mm-hmm. um, I'm interested in the old guy. The old guy is interesting to me because he was the one that it was able to pick out all three of um, Rimuru's powers, right? And was able to get behind Rimuru and cut off his arm, mad quick, like word. He was on the Sasuke speed, so he's going to be interesting. The pink girl, that's like the the princess or the, the sister of like the ogre that's supposed to be taken over, mm-hmm. like. She 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 seems she seems interesting too. Uh, we got to keep eyes on her. She Are seems you saying kinda, that because uh... I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Why is no. that she so interesting? JP? Because there's like there's something about like all right. Because remember how like when something about Hente, huh? <laughs> I mean, there's always something about it. But when when Rimuru pulled up and he's like, "Yo, what happened?" Like to all our forces and. And they're like, yo, she kind of just like put everybody to sleep. Like they didn't hurt anybody, but so went to sleep. I feel like she just has, she has some type of hidden power. I don't know why. I feel like her brother is definitely like the muscle. Like he's like one of those traditional, like, oh, firstborn son, warrior types. But I feel like, I feel like she has some type of hidden like power or like something that, that sets her apart. 
that 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 might be important later. Um, and I also found interesting that they didn't have names, and that it, the the episode kind of ended, or the last scene with Rimuru and them was them going back to the village and him like, oh wow, you guys don't got no names, huh? And he gave names to the goblins, gave names to the the wolves. They became his allies and basically subservient to him. So I wonder if he's going to give names to these ogres and then then they become subservient and their village becomes subservient to him too. And he just amasses this, this big uh, army in a sense. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Also, um, definitely a scene that I forgot to talk about because I forgot which episode it was in. But um, the scene with, uh, with the orc. You guys remember? In the desert. Yes, where the orc is begging for food. And then this dude is like, if I give you food and a name, will you follow me? And he oh, was like, yeah. I'll basically do anything for food. Oh, he was like, yes, I'm yes. the almond. And he was like, I think um, he's like a Majin. And he was like, yo, you will become my orc disaster. Um, do you guys remember that scene? What are you, thoughts yeah. on it? Do you, what, do you, what do you guys think? No, nah, definitely. Because that was the one thing that was kind of out of place and everything else. No, it, uh, it, it definitely concerns me. It concerns me, but uh, I keep that thing on me too. So if you come around here, we'll get <laughs> you clap. might you might get <laughs> clap. Nah, it definitely is a is a is a, is a good foreshadow because he has like that. It's, I don't know if it's like a crystal ball or just like a little like you can see like a picture of a orc, you know. And I I think like he he gave him a name, right? He didn't transform yet. Yeah, no, he gave every him time, a name. He did every name. time you give him a name. They train, they they level up. So he yeah. might. He was already a, a big looking kind of dude. Giving you his names is yeah, yeah, man. But is this this? I'm assuming he's not the demon. I, I'm assuming he's not Leon. No, that's not Leon, bro. That's Gelman. He said his name. That's the, the, with the, with the mask, right? Yeah, Le- yeah. Leon, okay. I mean, Gelman said his name, bro. Okay, I must have missed that part. Yeah, but. man. I'm also interested to see what happens with the uh, the Dwarfen city, and when the, where the king and that the spy he sent out how they fall into play here too, and how the the adventurers like because they have to go back and tell their their guildmaster yes. like yo what we saw what we did on like you know, and they said they're like yo we won't say anything bad about your village they about to I feel like anything they say will be kind of bad on, on the village because they'd be like, yo, we met this magical slime, and then the go master be like, a word, let's pull up. No, nah, I, I feel like anything smoke, bro. I don't know. I, I think we'll like, be like, yo. Not smoke, but just like, you know, colonizer type shit. Like, we're just gonna hear for curiosity. I feel like know? once they go, oh, you know, she's do the conqueror of the flames, yeah. This slime put put her out. They're gonna be like, oh shit, we, we can't fuck with her, bro. Can't fuck with this slime. Shizu name ring bells, bro. Yeah, I think it's all about allies. It definitely looks like it's going to be all about allies, especially since uh, you know, Storm Dragon is gone, and they're like going to be fighting for the uh, the, the con- who controls the forest. It seems like it's going to come down to. I think it's going to come down to either the humans or whoever's controlling the orcs. Interesting. That's valid. That's very. Valid. I think I think ogres are off. I think ogres are off the table because they're going to be an ally. Mm-hmm. But there's another. But there's another monster right there was three ogres orcs and what else i was gonna ask if you remember the other one well Uh, it's goblins well no no goblins aren't a main one but it's ogres orcs and you don't remember the third one is it some type of lizard yes it's the lizard men ew (laughs) (laughs) not the lizard men uh but yeah all right yeah i could i could get behind that 
Yeah, yeah. that's what's going to come down to. Ogres off the table now. So I think whoever... Interesting. I think the lizard people will probably be the wild card in this. Humans are going to do what humans do. Um, ruin everything? Yes, ruin, basically, ruin, yes. Ruin, ruin, ruin ruin honestly. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they about, they about to mess up Rumoru's plan OD. Watch. That's all humans be good for in anime, man. It's fucking shit up all of the time. And making delicious looking food. True. That's that's also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so okay, so all right. So if y'all can rank from each show, who's the best and worst protagonist? Um, best and worst protagonist. Yeah, from Slime Konosuba and um, I think that um, yeah, I think Subaru might be the worst. Subaru is the worst. Yeah, I about to say Subaru is easily the worst. Yeah, Sub- Subaru is the worst. Um, just because he's just mad useless. For most of the series. That's a fact. Um, and he died like six times. I think I think Kazuma might be my number one just because Same. of like sheer entertainment factor and just him acknowledging how fucked up of a situation he's in. Where he's just like, yo, like, why why this had to happen to me, man? Like I, I came into this world, shit was supposed to be going way better than this. I got a goddess with me, and then Everyone around me is useless. He's out here like, at least he's trying his best, and it's not working. Where it's like, Rimuru, it just seems like, and I love Rimuru, but it just seems like everything is going too well, yeah. and he's super OP. Rimuru doesn't have, he doesn't have the, uh, the hand gesture. I, 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 that's what sold yeah. it for me. <laughs> the Kazuma hand. I, I, that's what sold it to me, the hand gesture. Like it's, <laughs> and he's, and, he's, and, and Kazuma's just, he's, just, he's, just witty. he's witty. Like, he's sarcastic, he's witty. Like, he makes you laugh. I I feel like I don't really laugh like as much at this anime uh, with yeah. the slime as I do yeah. with another one. Oh, for, well, Konosuba is a comedy. Well, I about to say Kon- yeah. Konosuba is actually like meant to be jokes and shit. Yeah. That's why I like Konosuba. I think that know. um I think that it has I think that slime has good balance because it still has some funny moments, but it's not like Definitely. its goal isn't just for to be funny. Yeah, like like, um, like with that one dwarf that doesn't talk, where it's like every time it's like yo, <laughs> like come on, son, speak. Like, yeah, thanks. Think so like that. But, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like I think it's close between Rumu and Cosmo, but I just think Cosmo is just more entertaining in that sense. But um, I think that Slime is definitely an overall better show. Oh yeah, Slime is definitely I think the best one of the three. But I do think that um, I, I like Rumu as my favorite protagonist, and everything else is like yeah, um, like Subaru is obviously last, and then um. Yeah, Cosmo would be in the middle. But yeah, um, Rimuru, bro, is because I, I, I'm a little bit biased because I like strong anime, char- anime characters. That's why it's like, I like shows like, like you, I always bring it up. I, I like shows like Yu Yu, and that's why I like Naruto so much mm-hmm. because it's like the protagonist be, becomes so beastie by the end of it. And it's like, yo, off rip, like we see how strong that, that, um, that our Rimuru is. And like he really is just on some like super like he literally has every ability, mm-hmm. and even when they went against the ogres and everybody was like, "All right, like, all right, this is what he does." Well, this is what homeboy was saying. The the old man, he's like, "All right, this is what he does." So you got to be careful and shit. He's like, "Damn, they figured me out." But I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna do my own shit anyways." Mm-hmm. And then he continues to like show his strength, bro. Like he's just flexing at this point, and he's just chilling. Like yo, and it's funny because he flexes because he doesn't want to get into a fight. He's like, yes. maybe if they see how strong I am, they'll just like back off. And he's like, shit, and it worked. And literally every time he's like, all right, I think I overdid it. Like, 
when he went to go like just show the power and like kind of destroy a rocket every time, he's just like, all right, this this might be too much. Yeah. Um, I, you I'm know, I like go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say like you know, like they say a series doesn't start until the road team wins a game. I feel like that's how I feel with Rimuru. Like I'm not gonna feel like like the show. Not to say like the show hasn't been good, but like the show hasn't started until we face until Rimuru finds somebody or face off somebody that takes him longer than you know five minutes to defeat. No like, facts. That's fair. Like somebody that's just like he he doesn't attack. So like even though he did the water blade and it evaporated, it was like all right, yeah, of course it's gonna evaporate. It's water when he was going up against uh ilfit ilfrit but like yeah ilfrit but like somebody where he like uses like black flame on and it doesn't work and then he's like "Uh oh what do i do now like that's when i'll be like all right all right let's see how he gets out of this one that's what i'm saying but we gotta come in honestly what will have to happen is he might have to go against another slime awesome shit no slimes are whack bro he's the only tough slime he got everything Oh, slimes in general are whack. Then I yeah. guess then then that's ass. I didn't know. I didn't know that. Like that slimes were typically. That's why bad. everyone. Don't you remember when they saw him? They're like, "Oh, slimes are weak monsters." And he was just like, "Well, this is the like slimes can't talk and shit." You know what I mean? Like he's the one that can do everything. Crazy. I didn't even know. But um, I I agree though. I feel like it's one of those where it's like we got to think. We're only what seven episodes in, twenty five episode season. So definitely plenty of time. And yeah, I agree. Like if you want to, you want to see. You can't have a a thing where everything goes right and it's way too op and whatnot and you know but um yeah i think it's kind of interesting getting like sort of mixed reviews but then we're also also agreeing on a lot of things honestly i can't wait to watch more anime with you guys and like the ones where i haven't watched yet are going to be dope but just more so ones that i want to put you guys onto that have variants in those main characters are going to be it's going to be really dope i'm excited i'm glad you guys are liking it so far um so for next week wait any last thoughts or anything no i think that's about it all right, but so from for next week, it's actually going to be another three episodes. So it's going to be episodes 10, 11, and 12 for next week. Yeah, a lot, a lot of interesting th- things will be in motion next week. And I'll just uh, leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, another good episode. Episode 17. Follow us on Saratopi Sports everywhere. Yeah, um, check out for updates. Uh, happy Thanksgiving again. Spend time with your family and loved ones or whatever and eat a lot of food and get the itis and listen to us while you drift off and to sleep and dream about sweet nothings and making good picks for sunday dream about the oak titties <laughs> you little freak bull me Hustles. i'm about to say oh yeah one last thing y'all uh-oh oh no no it's not bad i know we're off baseball but mlb is actually doing something like mad different and they're doing the all mlb team so if y'all could, just, yeah, facts, because they've never done it before. I don't know. They're trying to do shit that kind of gets fans more involved. All right, whatever. I guess it's a good idea because every other team does it. All pro, you got all NBA, all NHL, whatever. Cool. Yeah, so just make sure y'all vote for them damn Yankees. Chapman, yeah. LeMahieu, Torres, all, all them guys. So Yeah, man. That's about it, though. Miles is off social media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> JT? Mm, um. You know, I'm taking a hiatus from the social medias for the next uh, 12 hours. All right, Mike over there. Oh, he, oh, I muted it, so, so he didn't hear it. <laughs> oh, I should have left it. Damn. What did he do? I farted. Oh, damn.
Also, if you guys didn't get the joke from earlier, go watch Jesus Romero talk about uh, Fartgate with Mike Francesa. Evil. No. You finish what you're saying? I said I'm taking a hiatus from the social medias for 12 hours. So. Yeah. Oh, word. Okay. So see you tomorrow afternoon. Pretty much, yeah. Or unless I maybe. cut it short myself. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe after New Year's, I'll come back. Originally, you said Thanksgiving, so I'm surprised it's going to New Year's. Wow, that's crazy. I said Thanksgiving. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't even want to get back on social media, but I, I will eventually. You know what? It's funny. Miles' uh, hiatus from social media feels like somewhat like an athlete's injury that you don't know like what the deal is with it. You're like, <laughs> oh, he'll be reevaluated in two weeks. <laughs> then two weeks comes and you're like, uh, it's still the not Miles good. It's honestly his, his Miles's thing is uh like uh CJ Mosley's groin injury. We just don't know what's <laughs> happening right now. Sorry, right. I'm on injury reserve right now, so it'll be a while until I'm back. You know what I'm saying? He's got the Kawhi injury. Yeah, there <laughs> oh, it is. You don't know what it is. We just know he's hurt. <laughs> All right, JT, you don't got any words of wisdom for us this week? Um, hmm. Let's see, words of wisdom. Um, as always, tip your bartenders, tip your uh your bottle girls. Um, and nice. you know what? Don't let the dragon drag on, man. Don't let the dragon drag on. Hmm. I like that. What? <laughs> uh, I guess. <laughs> like I don't know what I'm missing, but okay. Absolutely nothing. All right. Uh anyway guys. Happy Thanksgiving from us over here at Sour Toby Sports. And uh we will talk to y'all next week.